We be live! We be live! <laughs> How's everyone doing? What we didn't, yeah, we didn't yeah. inform anyone. We didn't inform anyone about our new timetable, a new schedule. Oh, yeah, we didn't do that. But hang on a second. I actually did not fully agree to it. Maybe I said yes, but I, I'm not fully sure. You said that can we do this every Wednesday? You wanted to change it this Wednesday. I was like, can we just move it permanently? This Wednesday and maybe the next Wednesday, depending on because if I'm playing cricket on Sunday, but that would be the last Sunday that I'd be playing but cricket. Why not just remove it for weekend so that because weekends are probably no, the I, times that you could. But, yeah. but then I no, but then I oh. miss out on videos. Okay. I, I, I gotta okay. I gotta put at least one video a, a, a day. Mm -hmm. But well, let us know, people, if you prefer this time or the other time. Yeah, Sunday's good, actually. Yeah, yeah, actually, no, you know what? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right, all right. Let us know. How have you been? I'm, I'm good. Oh, thank you. Never, I, I, I've cool. never heard you ask before. Oh. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just look at your face and I say, well, he's doing great. <laughs> his, his face is glowing. He's happy. He's normal. Everything's great. Um, I saw you. No, because I saw you. You had um, you had an episode with Atheist Republic earlier today. So how can you do two? Two in a day. Yeah. Oh, you're, yeah okay. you're a machine. You're a machine. Sorry, I'll take the question back. Oh. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you, can, you can do even three if you have to. Um, I have a couple of very interesting stories which have been luckily incorporated, incorporated, incorporated into your um, patron questions. Oh, nice. But... Should I bring up? Yeah. No, no. I, I want to start off with something good. So, because we might have a couple of dark stories to cover. Actually, no, we don't have that many dark stories. But anyway, I, I, want, I want to start off with something good. I did not know that, Armin. And maybe you can educate me if that's the case. And I'm assuming that would be the case in Iran as well, because that is definitely an Islamic Republic of Iran. I think in Pakistan, there is a civil marriage. But if you are a Muslim and you can't be an ex-Muslim. So every marriage that takes place, if you're a Muslim, then it, it is taken in, it is registered uh, with the registrar uh, as a Muslim marriage, and the moment you are registered as a Muslim, uh, as a as a Muslim couple, your kids will get inheritance as per the Islamic Sharia. For example, a daughter will only get what is it? One third of uh, of, of, of one the share. One half. No, 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 not not half. It's not half. Or two thirds. No, not definitely not two thirds. One third. Yeah. They oh, get okay. Yeah. Inheritance. Okay. Women get girl daughters get less inheritance than their brother counterparts. So in Iran is a half. Are you no way? Really? Well, your sister yeah. would get half half. half. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, hold on. But I mean, that's a It's in the Quran. Daughters will get one third. Yeah. That's one of the biggest arguments that ex-Muslims have against I, Muslims. Wait, I remember when I was a kid, they always told us girls get half. But no, hang on. Did your going? parents tell you that or the actual teachers told you that? They, they told us, my parents, the school, that unless you write a will, then the girls get half. That's strange. That's okay, what... well, anyway, okay, anyway, so that's not the case in Pakistan and that's not the case in Islam. I'm actually shocked to hear that, that is, it is like that in Iran. So, in, so India is obviously a half, Yes, country. half. Wow. That's so why... for a daughter, in, in, so according to, okay, so... Um, inheritance law in Iran is based on Islamic Sharia law, which gives different shares to male and female uh, heirs depending on their relationship to the deceased. For example, a daughter inherits half of what a son inherits from their father. Oh, uh, yeah, a half wife of what son inherits. Yeah, that's it. 
Yeah, that's so, what I meant. So oh no, I thought you meant half half. Like if I, if I'm your sister, you're my brother. You get half the property. I'll get the other half. No, no, I'll no, get no, half no, no. of what you're half, getting. Half of the son. Half compared to what the yes, son is getting. Right. Right. Okay. That's right. Okay. 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 Then. Oh, my faith in Islam's misogyny is restored. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, this cannot be good. It should be backwards. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So, so that's the case in Pakistan as well. And 97% of Pakistani women don't get inheritance. They are just talked out of it. They're like, oh, you, you know, you belong to some other dude now. Please let your brothers take it. They emotionally blackmail them, even though it is enshrined in Pakistani law, that at least they should get like 30% or whatever that is. They should at least get that, but they don't get it. So in India... India is obviously a secular country and a better, but much more civilized country. If you are Muslim and you, you obviously register your marriage as a Muslim, like the proper nikah or whatever, then all those Sharia laws or rules apply on you and your children. So when you die, if, you're, if your marriage is registered as a Muslim marriage, then your kids will get their, inher their share in, of inheritance as per the Islamic Sharia. So here's this couple, a Muslim couple, they found a loophole. You know what they did? That's a good news. What? So they wanted to treat their daughters and and, uh, and the sons, everyone equally. Um, and apparently, I, I don't think they have a, they have any sons, but it doesn't matter. You, you, women, girls, still get the wrong end of the stick. So what they did, they remarried under Indian common marriage law, so their marriage is not registered as Islamic marriage. The reason mm -hmm. why they did that, so. If when they die, um, then their daughters will get equal portion. They would not get this discriminatory one third of um, of the inheritance. They found um, uh, they found a loophole. But having said that, obviously Muslims are going to get triggered, right? Um, Muslims are do. saying, "Oh, not all." They issued a, yeah hashtag not all Muslims. So a mm. Muslim issued a uh, sorry. There's a mufti. He issued um, a fatwa, the Council for Fatwa and Research of Darul, sorry, where is it? Um, Darul Huda Islamic University issued a fatwa against Mr. Shakur. Report said the fatwa was issued on Tuesday, a day before his remarriage. Such thoughts are tragic results of the failure to understand the Islamic principle. Oh, well, no, he actually understood them really well. He just did not accept that. He said that he cannot discriminate between his daughters and, and and sons not that he has any sons but they, they still end up getting a less inheritance anyway i think then uncles and other people uh, become uh, a part of that allah is the real owner of all wealth and property get out of here of course he's not they should be utilized the way allah stipulated meaning discriminate don't give your daughters an equal share because you know men are a degree above women um but then other people also so he got attacked and trolled and what whatnot but he also got praised by a lot of people, such as famous sound designer, Razul Pokuti, congratulated the couple for the remarriage and said their move is an eye-opener for every liberal Muslim in the country. Today, the step he has taken is an eye-opener to every liberal Muslim in this country. I could not be there with him for his second marriage, but I'm there with him in spirit and the courageous stand he has taken. All the best to you, your newly wedded wife, and the family that comes along with it. So how good is that? Would you have done that? Would you have done that, Armin? This is a very good, strong statement well, that he made. And this is this is why I'm actually, you know, and I think this is an eye-opener for a lot of Hindu Twa people as well. Not Hindu Twa, not all Hindu Twa. I like, but 
the Tunis, the, the ones that I call radical Tunis, who who look at Muslims from the same lens. They look at all Muslims from the same. Look at I this. Have... Is what I tell you. Sorry, I'll, I'll quickly finish. This is what I tell you guys. Don't look at all Muslims with the same lens. They are liberal Muslims, are good, decent human beings in your midst. Midst. And when you compare like someone like Mr. Shakur with some, you know, your average rabbit mullah then, you know, you're doing great disservice. You're actually disowning these people. Yeah, and um, wouldn't it be easier just to give them the wealth before you die? Um, no, that's, how, that's another problem. Why? I mean, then they're, they're going to have to look, uh, look, look towards the daughters for their well-being. I wouldn't give, yeah, it. I mean, I wouldn't give it to my kids. I mean, you I could die. just have it in their name, the properties in the name and still live in it. No, I don't know. Will can it. be. No, but, his, they, but there is a problem, though. Even if you leave a will. You just gift it. Yeah. Yeah, but then, but then, yeah, but then, who's gonna look after you? Like, I mean, you you still need to. No, I don't know. I I don't think that's a good idea. Because, uh, you 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 should only give your inheritance once you've died, because cause mm. I know I really know a lot of people who who say, okay, now we're selling this property, we're gonna distribute it e evenly amongst our kids or whatever, and then they're like, oh, hang on. I just I just, I just know there are legal ways that you could do this in other places. You know, for you example, can leave a will, like, but it can be you can leave a will. Yeah. Okay, okay. It can still be challenging. Mm, okay. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm no legal expert, so don't I'm not a legal expert either. But I'm also speaking from my personal experience of what I've seen. Uh, so don't hold, you know, um, uh, don't hold me to it. But this is. But anyway, I'm I'm just looking at the overall gist of it. Right. I think that was a, that was a good point that he made. So well done, Mr. Shakur. Yeah. We have a. By the way, guys, so we are answering patron questions. If you want us to answer your patron questions, you could be a secular journalist patron. Uh, and on Secular Channel's YouTube channel, you can see the link to that in the description. We also answer super chats right now. So if anyone any anyone wants to do a super chat to Harry Sultan's YouTube channel or Secular Jihadist's YouTube channel, uh, we answer that as well. But let's go through the first picture question, which is specifically to you, Harris. Oh, you want to read this? Oh yes, let's get into oh, it. Really? I was gonna I was gonna talk about okay, it. So let me, this is let me read. yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So Harris, I saw a clip of Imran Khan talking about his impending arrest. Wow. Wow. I saw this uh, Al Jazeera. I was shocked. There were so many people outside his house trying to stop the police from getting in. What are your thoughts? How will his supporters react? Well, you can see there's a mass of people, a giant mass outside of, uh, outside of his house, not letting the police to go inside to arrest them. Is it irresponsible for Khan to be um, egging them on? Is he egging them on? How does he? How is yes, he, he is hundred percent egging them on. But for once, I'm going to stand by Imran Khan because. So let, let, let me give you a little bit of a. I might take whole five six minutes just to explain the whole thing. So as you know, Imran Khan was ousted from power last year, in March or February or something like that. He said that oh, I was trying to be chummies with uh, friend uh, buddy buddies with Putin and. He's already um, the Pakistanis have already got a good relationship with uh, China as well. So, I, so he on the eve of Ukraine um, attack on Ukraine, Imran Khan got there, albeit he didn't know about it. But America didn't like it. So apparently, America orchestrated his regi this regime change. So he accused America of that. But it was actually uh, done by or carried out by the Pakistan military, the Pakistani military. So. Yes, there's true. Everyone knows that Pakistan has a very deep state and it's not even that deep because it's so obvious 
um, if the deep state has a photo that would have been Pakistan military. So he, ever since he was ousted, he's been saying, okay, let's do, uh, let's go straight to elections. And his popularity even kept increasing. He's the most popular leader right now. I don't like him, but he's the most popular leader right now. In the meantime, the new government came in, uh, which that were in cahoots with uh, Pakistan military. So um, a lot of Imran Khan's party workers and politicians and ex-ministers like Shabazz Gil, Azam Swati, uh, so many of these people got arrested. They were stripped down. Uh, they were stripped naked. They were filmed. They were blackmailed. Some were tortured. Some were sodomized. All kind of crap happened. And this is not a conspiracy theory. It's all true. Like some uh, Shabazz Gil has become a you know, like he, he he still can't get out of trauma. Like I mean, if you look at it before his arrest and after his arrest, he's a totally different man. Okay. So, and then we know that famous journalist got killed in Kenya. Iman Khan's narrative is that the deep state got him because he was also anti-establishment, anti-army. They hunted him down in um, in Kenya. So Iman Khan knows that if there were elections held today, he will get a landslide victory. He would be, he'd get one third or two thirds majority, something like that. That's what he's claiming. And I think there's a lot of truth in that. The establishment, Pakistan establishment, army, intelligence, everyone is afraid of that. The opposition is afraid of that. Um, there's no leader, there's no department is as popular as Imran Khan right now. So, so they've got a couple of politically motivated cases against him. One of them is like a Tosha Khana, where you know, like when you get some gifts and then you have to put it, uh, put it, submit it in the treasury, something like that. But he, there's some irregularity in there, which seems like a bureaucratic error, uh, very stupid on Imran Khan. But overall, a lot of these cases are just politically motivated and the trumped up charges. So, one of the cases, in one of the cases. He is supposed to go appear in this court, which is an F8 sector of Islamabad. There have been some terrorist activities, some, some terrorist acti um, attacks have taken place in and around that court. So he said that, and if you remember, he was all, um, uh, uh, somebody tried to assassinate him as well not so long ago. He's still recovering from that. So there's a genuine risk on his life. And he says that there are some elements within, Pax within the Pakistani army that want to get him. That's his claim. Um, and to be honest, I don't even like the guy, but I think, yeah, I buy some of that. Like, look what's happened. And we can't really trust the, the military. So he said, move my court from that court to some other court. I will appear. They said, nope, nope, nope. They issued his arrest warrants. There's some other cases as well. One of them is he has to appear on 18th of March in three days, which he said that he will. So... They say, no, we're not going to change you. We're going to come and arrest you. And then we're going to drag you to court. Iman Khan is saying, my life is in danger because there is precedence. Shabazz Gil, Azam Swati, maybe al Sharif, all these guys have uh, have been arrested, tortured, and some of them, uh, al Sharif was even assassinated. So the fear is that don't let, me, don't let them arrest me because if, you, if they take me, they might kill me. They, they can make up anything. They, they can say anything like... Um, I was speaking to this uh, PTI worker a uh, couple of hours ago, and he was telling me that PTI workers, Imam Khan's party's workers, they genuinely believe that they're going to assassinate him. They're going to say that, oh, his supporters tried to uh, infiltrate the police station to release him or to spring him out of jail or something. And um, that's why there was a, um, you know, there was an exchange of fires and then boom, 
in the crossfire he got killed. So that's the fear. That's the angle he's going by. So, yes, it is orchestrated. All of this has been orchestrated by Imran Khan. He's saying that don't let them take me. So there are some amazing scenes that are coming out of there, which is quite ridiculous of this government. As you can see here. So he's, wait, before you play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep asking. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Wow, what the hell? Why are they wearing suits? Oh, yeah, no, these are lawyers. So lawyers always go there in black suits. <laughs> they're not agents. Like <laughs> <laughs> but there's more like than that. The Matrix. It looks yeah. like agents. <laughs> like men in yeah, black anyway. or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's weird. Um, is he... Okay, so what I... Okay, my understanding is that um, he... The, the main point of the arrest are that he was selling state gifts while he was in office, Right. Uh, that's one of the charges, yes. Okay. Was he selling? Do you believe that? Hold it's... that picture because I have a lot of questions. But yes. Uh, yeah, there is. No, okay. So if someone, uh, so there was a watch that was given by MBS to Imran Khan. I think it was worth something like a million dollars. Like it was a very fancy watch. No, just so you know, is it like do you believe those charges? Yeah, but it's complicated. It's a little bit complicated than that. So, so okay, well, we, it, I don't it, want to get into too much detail. It, it, it just, it, I'll wrap it. I'll wrap it up in a second. So, so it was it was given to him. So, according to Pakistani law, a sitting prime minister or government official really can buy it at twenty percent of the cost. So he's saying that I did pay for it. I did pay twenty percent of what it was worth. But the opposition started saying that it, that you devalued it. And therefore, you know, so there's some discrepancy there. But uh, technically, on, on on paper, he did not do anything wrong. But there's some other allegations on that. So what I, the I hell is on his table? What the hell is on his table? So these are some tear gas shells that have been fired at his house. All, all of them. So there's there's been firing. There's been uh, there's tear gas shelling at his house. It, it looks like I've got some footage as well. It looks like a war zone. It, it, it looks. It, it's, uh, you, you can't you, you can't understand what's going on there. Look at this. There's there's obviously there's a uh, um, uh, Imran Khan supporters have turned up at his house in thousands, and they're defending him. And the police is unable to get inside the house and get him out. They can't they can't do it. How come? How is it possible that police oh, with all that gear cannot get in? Like how many people have showed up? That then it thousands. seems like it's not the police. It's like an army showed up and they still cannot get into his house. Yeah, because there's thousands of people that they're, they're going to have to... I mean, there's going to be bloodshed otherwise. That's what they're worried about. They're worried about that some some people might get caught in the crossfire and they might get killed and then that would make... That would popularize them even more. That, uh, oh, my so, God. Yeah, so that, that's the fear. So what they've been trying to get in... Yeah, there you go. The, the, so, yeah. So they've been trying to get in for the last 48 hours or something, but they can't. Why is he? Why does he have so many loyal followers? Like, what is it about? Oh, him? he's a cult leader. Yeah. This is, this is, this is, um, this is this Pakistani is Trump. Look at this. All these police officers, all these police people in their, in their, in their gear, they can't get in. Because, yeah, they, they they're going they to have to. They still can't get in. Hey? Nah, they're going to have to kill him. Yeah, okay, be praying. careful! Don't show anything that no, no, could get us in. No, no, there's nothing. Because it might be abusive. It might be violent no, or something. No, there's nothing. So anyway, look, so, look, that guy's over the. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, go. Go. Forget it. Forget it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's what I'm talking about, man. Oh, sorry, I wasn't sure about. That. Anyway, no, that's fine. Okay, so. So yeah, so. I don't know where, which way it's going to go. So uh, uh, elections have been announced 
for I think a date has been given that's going to be in May for in Punjab and KP, one of the, two of the provinces of Pakistan, but federal elections haven't been announced. Either way, everyone's scared of Imran Khan. Uh, he, he's the most popular leader, hands down. He knows that if he can, if he can buy his time out of this, if he can buy some time and hold out until these elections, then he is going to uh, win the elections and then he's going to come to power. But then Pakistan's problems are they're, they're not going away. Pakistan's problems are not going anywhere anytime soon. Pakistan is still facing um, financial default. So that's, yeah, that's where we are at the moment. I think he will be, I'm not sure he would be arrested. I don't think so. Um, I think he, yeah, he's, he's cut from a different cloth. <laughs> he's very stubborn. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So that was a very detailed answer. Thank you very much. Um, that was a question from D, but let's go another question. Um, this is a very interesting question. Okay. So, do you ever question your own tactics and how you battle Islam? Do you ever wonder if you cause harm? Well, yeah, I actually do wonder about that. I try to reevaluate. I try to listen. And I try to, as much as I can, clean my mind from all the biases that I have and really sometimes ask myself, what if I'm wrong? What if, I'm, what if this is not helpful, right? And... I have made some changes even accordingly. For example, I do believe that, uh, for example, on our Persian shows, which I was normalizing, saying the most taboo things against Islam, insulting Islam, I still do that, uh, but I give a trigger warning, for example, right? Because my, my point is that we do, when we insult Muhammad or say um, nasty things about Islam, uh, I understand that that's not going to change anyone's opinion but we, we don't say that to change people's opinions. We, we, for changing people's opinions, we, do, we use different methods. We use uh, normalizations of taboo just because we're against blasphemy. And we just want to normalize being able to say everything we want. And our understanding is that um, it is not our resp the responsibility of the content creator not to produce things that people don't like. It's the responsibility of the people who don't like a certain content for them to not watch what they don't like or not listen to or not read what they don't like. So that's why we go and say the most taboo things we could say against Islam for, or other religions. Or but, are you sure though, but are you sure, but, though, that when you say taboo things, then people don't change their minds? I mean, uh, they might, but that's not the main goal, right? So when we make like blasphemous art against, you know, about Hindu goddesses and stuff, that's the whole point. That's the point is that it's it's more of a freedom of speech thing rather than changing your mind thing. For changing your mind, we have different tactics, right? But that only makes sense if you actually allow the person. So this is what I've changed, right? Uh, to be able to opt out if they don't want to see something, right? So I say that we can say whatever we want to say, and you should be able to choose what you get to see. If what I'm saying is being forced upon you, then you have every right to complain. Like you have, I mean, you always have a right to complain, but now your complaint makes sense because you are being exposed to something that upsets you. And our, my goal is not to upset you. My goal is to show you that if this upsets you, don't censor me, just look away. 
I don't want to upset you. I, I'm not here. I'm not being sadistic. I don't want to be like, poke, poke, poke. I mean, sometimes we do get a joy out of that, but that's not good. We shouldn't be getting a joy out of that, right? That's like, I'm trying to change that. I'm trying to be like, because they, they when people give you so many death threats and come after your family, if they get butt hurt, it's kind of funny. But again, that's not a good attitude to have. It doesn't matter how vile they are. At the end of the day, I shouldn't get satisfaction out of people being, being upset. So based on all the feedback that I'm getting, one thing we've changed is that if we were ever going to, you know, desecrate the Quran or insult the prophet, um, we're going to give a trigger warning. We're like, hey, guys, we're not going to censor ourselves. How we're going to do this. Yeah, but we're going to let you we're going to let you know that we're doing this. It's not it's not us being ge generous. It's actually making a point because it's not like, oh, look at us being so kind. We're giving you a trigger warning so you could look away. It actually, I think, adds to the point that, look, um, there is no excuse for you to condemn us. Because if they, you're like, oh, you're hurting Muslim feelings or Hindu feelings, and like, no, you're here, you're watching it. You have chosen to be here. We have not put this in front of you. You have put this in front of your own eyes. So if I give a trigger warning, first of all, I think it's more moral because it's not being forced on everybody, but it also makes a lot more sense. We are also making that point um, a lot str uh, stronger. So, yeah, I do question, I do wonder, because I do want to make sure that we're not doing things just because we're, we're poking at people or we're being sadistic. It has to have an end goal. It has to just, what we're doing has to have a good justification. And the good thing is that we have a community that constantly questions us. So even if you think that, well, like we have people who attack us and, they, and they're not, they don't have the best intentions, but we also have people who care about us and want us to do, want to see, uh, see us do better, and they attack you as well. And that's good because you can't rely on yourself to question yourself uh, all the time. You could be like, oh, I'm so objective. I'm going to be questioning myself all the time. You, you're not going to be able to. There are always going to be biases that you think maybe you have gotten rid of, but it's going to always be there. So you need to surround yourself with people who are questioning you for you and if you're always denying what they're saying, you have to question, like, I can't always be right. So maybe I'm not listening very well. Maybe they're seeing something that I'm not. So it's good to be surrounded by people who constantly question you. That's one thing. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree. I mean, I as difficult as it is and as invisible as it might seem, I think everyone... There's no doubt about that, that everyone should be constantly questioning their tactics and even their positions for that matter. I, I would say that I do look into, because from time to time I look into, uh, I, I listen to some people who uh, hold views totally opposite to mine. Uh, and, uh, and, and then I look into it and then I'm not going to lie that I'm, most of my time is not spent on that. For example, I would say, that when I look into, I, I have been careful and I have mentioned that in my Urdu channel quite a lot, um, um, quite a few times I've mentioned that. When I see some vile, disgusting instances of anti-Muslim bigotry, I say that when this gets blown out of proportion, when it gets too big, when we have, for example, I've said this and I've... Uh, um, you know, like I've been, I've, I've copped a lot of stick for that. That when there's going to, they, there might be a genocide in India. There might be a big, I'm, I'm 
some people might say that I'm loosely using the term, but there, there, there could be bloodshed, which I, I want to be able to look myself in the mirror and, and say I had no role in that. So when I criticize Islam, it is more important for people like me to keep like a, like a broken record, keep saying it over and over again, keep differentiating uh, between Muslims and Islam. Uh, and this is why, like, I mean, if something does go wrong, I would always be able to say that, hey, you know, like I was I, I was worried that this might happen one day. And hence, I have this very long track record of uh, speaking against this kind of behavior. It's very easy to just get into this because, uh, you know, like we and getting the kind of messages that we some I actually don't get that kind of message. I, I don't get a lot of hate mail from Muslims for some reason. I actually don't. Um, but I could understand that some people like Infidel Noodle, a lot of people actually do get that. Um, and when they get it, it's easy to start hating on Muslims. Um, so as an influencer, I think you discussed that earlier, Destiny, the kind of hate that he got. I mean, he, it's very easy to just slip up and say something really mean and nasty back to them, like become really hateful. But he didn't. He ch- handled it like a champion. Like Obviously, he's a pro. He's been doing this for, for a very long time. Now, that's a good way to look at it and so i i want to be like that i i i so i i do constantly um question my statements or my positions and this is why i welcome when armin pulled me up on the mbs issue uh you know like someone pulling me um pulling me up over uh something that i might have said that which might have sounded bigoted so i think it's yeah we, we keep doing it but again like I'm, I may not be as good as Armin, but I'm I, I'm I'm conscious of that. Oh, so I, I try my best. You, well, I'm trying my best, but it, it it is it's it's you're bound it's you're bound to slip up at some point. You're you're bound yes. to make a mistake at some point. Uh, but when it is pointed out to you, I think in that regard, I'm pretty good. If I have no defense to my statement or my position, I straight away throw it under the bus. I say, yeah, good point. I, I actually see that as a very good quality. I, I don't see it like, oh, I have to now defend it for the sake of it. Otherwise, I'll be embarrassed. No, I say it straight away. Yeah, slipped up. Sorry, change of opinion. Move on. Mm. Um, we have a question specifically to you. So I'm going to highlight this. And I'm going to also bring up a relevant Wikipedia page on it. Do you want to read it first? Yes. So, Harris, what are your thoughts on the Audit March? So, those of you who don't know, Audit March is, Audit means women, um, Women's March. That has been taking place on the International Women's Day, 8th of March. And last week, there was another episode of Audit March. So, from... It's Pakistan. Yes. In Pakistan. Yeah, yeah, in Pakistan. Sorry. So, all across Pakistan and major cities like Pakistan, uh, like Islamabad, Karachi... Lahore, uh, Lahore, Faisalabad, all these kind of big cities, a lot of these women and their, uh, their male allies, they turn up, they, uh, they hold these posters, placards. They used to hold a uh, hold very provocative. To me, they were not pro- provocative. To me, they were like, yeah, well done. Um, these slogans, something like, my body, my choice. That triggered the entire country from, from these lipstick Muslims to hardcore um, uh, clerics, everyone, everyone's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, your body, your choice, no way It's Allah's body and it's Allah's choice. So we kind of, you know, like we kind of popularize this narrative that what do you mean by your, uh, so my body, not, not my choice. Okay. So your body, then a cleric's choice, a Mulvi's choice or something like that. 
So that's when we started making fun of. But anyway, they've actually toned it down a little bit since then. Uh, but it hasn't changed. There's, they've been. Uh, so the, this is what upsets me. Let me show you my screen. For example, wait, uh, wait, one question before you. Yeah, say, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. Does Arut means genitals? No, not in Urdu though. Like I mean, that's the etymology oh. of it, but that's not what it. But that comes from it. Arabic. They're yeah, calling Arat. women genitals. Yeah, but that's not what it means. Arut just means woman. Yeah, but the fact that it came from, because cover your aura means like there's multiple meanings like cover your private parts, um, honor. 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 But the fact that there. in in Pakistan the word for genitals and private parts became woman, kind of to yeah. me suggests that they see women as just their. That's the common criticism. Know, that's the common criticism yeah. that they get, and a lot of Indians make that point. They say, well, you know, you shouldn't use this. So some feminists have actually also said that maybe we, we need to invent a new word uh, because mm -hmm. being a woman is not shameful. Uh, but then some people say... So basically, it's kind of like seeing women as just their pussy. You just like that. I like <laughs> yes. the pussy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only in Pakistan's case, it's been normalized, and no one, nobody sees anything wrong with that. So, look, yeah, yeah that's that's the etymology of it. But there, there is a thing called ghalatulam, which means like if something has just um, whatever, regardless of the etymology, if it has become an become a common phrase, then it's okay. You can use it. But then again, I understand that that uh, if it's problematic, then it shouldn't be used like that. So, but yeah, that that that. A lot, a lot of people are talking about it, but but feminists themselves are divided on the issue. So we haven't reached a consensus on that. And and um, yeah, so they held their protests, and you know, like there were there was a there was a lati charge, or, or, or like a baton right. charge. Um, so you know, like the, 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 they use these sticks on women, just like as always, as the police using that. Um, but I think when it went mostly all right because uh most of the focus went towards imran khan so that's why it didn't go as, as badly bad as, 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 as bad as it used to uh, right yeah, so, so, so it's okay so so I, th I think women are doing great and uh they're gonna i, I think they are they've asked the right question they've put uh, the right amount of pressure on um on the relevant agencies and lawmakers um domestic violence bill was popularized by these ladies because it's been going on for like now five years or something five or six years i think i remember four or five years ago it became really popular when they said domestic violence and every time we every year we hear a, a high profile case of domestic violence uh sometimes women get uh, killed by their abusive husbands etc so they really do well in popularizing those stories and uh, the the Twitter followers get a lot of um, uh, the, the, they enjoy a decent amount of following, but the amount of hate that they get is just uh, it, it's just mind boggling. Like even you know I was telling you last week that you asked me a question that why Pakistan is becoming more and more conservative, and I said that because the celebrities, the influencers, they have popularized this notion that the more Muslim you are the more better as a person you are. Um, so this is what now they think that anyone who can criticize or attack these women, then you're going to be seen as a more honorable person. The kind, the kind of abuse that they get is just, it's just filthy and disgusting. And uh, it, it's ironic that it comes from those people who actually say that we respect women. They, they go to these women and they say, oh yeah, you, since you are liberal, you'd, 
fuck anyone so why don't you fuck me like these kind of things like and and, and those videos go viral that so many like they're like for example this one one video went viral this year where they said oh these women want rights i'll give them very long we will we, give them long rights by long obviously he was uh-huh. referring yeah so um so, so the, these kind of um disgusting yeah but they get liked and people like it they're like yeah so so a woman should either be fully subservient to her male counterpart or she should be treated like a whore that's the logic and that's been popularized by by so many popular influences yeah see um soha is telling us aura is an arabic uh, is arabic in arabic is private parts and yes the woman's face is like her vagina and that's why they cover her face well i mean that's they basically yeah, no, so so people are, so the thing is that um, ara or arat means like private parts, things that are private, usually means genitals, but it could it, it could cover the rest of the body that needs to be covered as well. But I don't think, um, it's not the face, no, in Islam actually you don't have to cover the face. But basically everywhere else that you have to cover is being seen as private enough as your genitals that needs to be. So, for example, in Islam, there's no difference between covering your belly and your um, vagina because they're both the same level of private, basically, which both mean to be covered. So that's seen as very controversial. Like hair and pussy are put in the same level of private. So a lot of people criticize that. that well, and, and that's not the same with men, for example. Yeah, but, so, it's, not the, but it's not viewed like that in Islam, though. I know. I'm just basically, saying that a lot yeah. of people. No, I'm, I'm, I'm basically. So the word. Okay. So here's here's the thing. The fact that aura, uh, aura or orat, um, is used for sometimes used for genitals as a private part that you need to cover, and then at the same time it's used for all of your private parts, including your hair that you need to be covering, right? And some people criticize that as basically for for women, hair and genitals have required the same level of privacy. But for men, they don't. So it's kind of like seeing them at the same level. Um, I don't even, I don't agree with this kind of thinking anyways, because I am a radical liberal. So I'm saying, like, for example, like Liquid Soha is saying, um, and yes, woman's face is like her vagina. That is meant to be like an insult uh, to a woman's face. But to me, I don't like that because I don't have any problem with vagina. Like, as this is... To me, this is, seems like you're degrading a woman's face by comparing it to vagina, as if vaginas are bad. No, no, like, no, no, that's not saying that. No, no, I, yeah. no, no, no. I, I think no. she's pointing out the fact that since private parts are supposed to be covered, that's why. I know that's not what so saying. Yeah. I know no, that's not what so is saying. Yeah. Okay. I know, but what I'm saying is that some people are saying that. Oh, how disgusting you're comparing a woman's face or hair oh, to yeah, her yeah. vagina. But like they say that as if vaginas are bad and disgusting to me like none of them really require to be private like you know so i'm a, you know i'm a radical liberal so that's that's the way i think i don't think you know for there's a lot of um butthurt right now by muslims given that in germany they're allowing women to come up topless and um and swimming pools right swimming pools yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, and they're like, what's going to happen next? They're going to come up without, like, just with their, you know, without covering their vaginas as well? I'm like, yeah, why not? I mean, seriously, why not? I don't have any problem. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to talk about, okay, um, sorry, can we, can we move on? Yeah. 
I, we I have one last patron question, but we could do yours we'll, first. We'll do this after. So I covered this news story a year ago um, on my show uh, when I used to do my show with Nuria Khan. A proud Muslim man kills his parents over blasphemy. I'll include the link in the description so you can go and check out this video. And then there was another news story where a, f uh, a son killed his father for not praying. That happened two years ago. That's, I covered that news story on my Urdu channel. I couldn't find that on my English channel, so maybe I didn't do it. But guess what? It's only one religion. I'm sure religions can generally have that kind of impact on people because there's an, there's an ultimate tyrant sitting up there who makes you or who forces you to do really bad things. And if you don't do them, then, you know, you're so terrified of that person that you end up doing those terrible things. For example, that uh, son that I showed you who, who killed his own parents for blasphemy because he would have been scared that, hey, my Allah would ask me on the day of judgment that why did you not defend my honor? So he killed his parents like that son who said, why did you not ask your father to pray? So he killed his father. And just last week, Amen, a father, this time a father killed his fully grown son in karate for not waking up to pray. Um, sorry. Jesus Christ. Where is it? I just pasted it. Why is it? Okay. Let me find this new story. I had this new story. Hey, uh, I just want to say Batul is in the live chat. Long time no see, Batul. Hi. Uh, Dornop is saying, what is the word for feet? Feet march, how's that for a body part? No. <laughs> yes, imagine, I know, I wonder if a lot of Arabs would be weirded out by what's happening in Pakistan. Like, it, sound, it basically sounds like a pussy march. Pussy march. Do you have it? Okay. Yes, I do. I do. Okay. So, this was the news story if you want to look at. This is from, um, from a couple of years ago, 1st of February 2021. This is when mm. a man killed his own father for not waking up for Fajr prayers. It seems like it's always a Fajr prayer that does it because, again, like who wants to wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning, especially on cold winter days? But now this time, this happened a couple of weeks ago, a tragic incident, a Father kills his own son for not offering prayers in Karachi. So this father went to a mosque, came back, and he, he found his son sleeping. And while he was sleeping, he just bludgeoned his death with uh, his head with, 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 with hammer. And, uh, and he instantly died, and the police arrested him, and this is the reason he gave. He said, I wasn't happy after I had told him, the father had told his son numerous times to wake up early in the morning to pray, do the Fajr prayer. And he hadn't been doing it. He had been ignoring it. So he got out of, so he got angry and then he killed him. So um, if this is the kind of religion that leads you there. Now, so a lot of Muslims. Well, that's not, in, that's not, that's not, that's not, that's a haram according to Islam. Of course, so of course. This, this is what I was, this is what I was just about to say. That, I'll, let me be, Muslims will say, well, Islam doesn't say that. You, you can't kill him. But the point is, if you start believing in something dogmatic and irrational, you can end up doing really silly things. Yes, you can also point out something in an atheist's behavior as well. And we can say, yes, like if that belief is, if some atheist, let's say, gets so angry, so dogmatic about it, about his atheism and starts holding some really terrible views about people who do believe in God and um, starts doing crazy things, then we'll say, yes, okay, well, there is a problem with radical atheism. But unfortunately, we haven't gotten there yet. When we get there, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But you guys have this problem. It, it's well, rational. I mean, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So, sorry. Uh, I, I want to hear your thoughts. It's rational. Fair enough. It does, Islam doesn't condone murdering your son or your father if he doesn't pray. But it is rational 
from the Islamic point of view to nag someone who does not wake up early in the morning. Now, okay, you, you nag someone. Now it can get to the next level. For example, blasphemy. A lot of Muslim clerics actually say that if you do blaspheme, then that's okay. That you can kill them. Yeah. I've, okay. So this is this could, this is a slippery slope fallacy. You know, like just because this Muslim has taken it to a next level, this has nothing to do with Islam. In fact, in fact, Islam is teaches you that that's punishable. You, you are a murderer now. That punishable. That crime of you killing uh, your son is punishable in this world and the next one. Um, you're going to be punished. Uh, you know, you have to be according to Islamic law. I mean, it's your son, so maybe not. But you have to be punished in this world and in the afterlife. You're going to be burned for it in hellfire. So, if anything, Islam does more than other. You know, than your liberal atheistic views in trying to. To get people not to commit certain action, and also you're saying about you're you're suggesting that it's only irrational beliefs that have consequences like that. Um, uh, they don't think it's you think your views are rational and ours is irrational, and because it's irrational, it has led to a father killing his son like that. But your so-called rational views of, for example, evolution, right? has led to like oh you say like our views have not led to such stuff like this well we had this thing called world war ii that was started with nazis and we had gas chamber there, there were peoples who uh gassed yeah nine million people were killed in gas chambers with the idea of superiority of certain uh, races over others because of the because of darwinism Right, so that Darwinism and evolution, hmm? but it wasn't that rational. Was a, that wasn't know, rational, but, but it wasn't rational, though. Yeah, yeah, but but that's according that that's the point. They're saying like our views is rational, right? As a Muslim, I would say my views are rational. That the fact that you have to pray in the morning and you know I'm Rabbi Maruf and Nahez Munkar, that person took it to an irrational place, just like you believe that Darwinism or like evolution is rational and the nazis for example took that idea and they took it to an irrational place so you can't just because some people are taking it to a rational pl place doesn't mean that you could completely um criticize the foundations of what this is being uh you know talked about you know the ideas are not wrong from 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 the beginning okay so so we'll have to examine the rationale so the whole argument of eugenics or superior race, etc., there is no such thing. So Darwinism, although it might be real, but the rationale that, they've, uh, that they created out of that is not real. What I'm arguing here, I'm saying that when you believe in this worldview that, okay, you need to pray, you have to please this God, you have to wake up early in the morning to please your God. Now, that might be rational within your worldview if you do believe in that God. But then I'm saying it is only rational for you to bicker and argue with your father or your son that why are you not praying? That's what I'm saying. The the part after that, that is a uh, the, the, that that's an act of passion. Now, for example, now in your analogy, when you say that Darwinism is real, but from Darwinism to say that oh um, there is a superior race, that part is not rational. In this case, it's rational that you can you can you can question your father. Hey, dad, why 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 are you not praying? You know. We okay, so so we agree that 
people people taking it to an extreme does not show to us whether or not the founding views were rational or not rational. So we could have a disagreement over the original views being rational or not rational, but just because you're pointing to some people taking it to extreme, that doesn't show us anything because you can see like you believe like evolution is rational. Some people have taken it to an extreme. So that could happen with both rational and irrational views. So that's not a good signal for us to determine no, whether or not the fact. No, I'm, 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 no I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm, I was, I was agreeing with your point. Okay. And no, we, no, well, you said that we can take from, we can have a correct rational rationale and then we can take it to extreme. Like for example, from evolution to superior race. Um, I'm saying, no, that's not the case. I'm saying the whole thing has to be rational. So, so Darwinism is fine. That's rational. Now, after that, you've created a false rationale on that. I'm saying in this case, you're not creating a false rationale. You, you're still going within your rationale. It's only I rational. Understood that. Okay. I completely understood that. I'm just saying, well, so, 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 for you to rec so for you to recognize whether their steps were rational or not, you have to go ex experiment whether they're rational. You, like, analyze whether they're irrational. You cannot just point to the ex extreme conclusions and then conclude th that they were irrational. Do you know what I mean? So you have to go and like, okay, let me go check and see if every step was rational or not. That's the step that you have to take. Just pointing to extreme behaviors does not show whether the founding beliefs were rational or not. No, I'm stopping you one step before to... though. No, but I'm, I'm stepping one yes. step before though. Yeah, that one step before you have to go and actually analyze it and see if the, it follows, if it rationally follows. You cannot just point to, oh, extreme behavior, so it starts from a wrong belief. You actually, what you just did is go and analyze to see if it makes sense or not. So it doesn't, just the mere extreme behavior is not good enough. You actually have to analyze to see if it follows. Yes. but There you go. It, it, no, but in, the, but in the other case, it doesn't follow. In, in, in Hitler's yeah. case, okay, but case, I know, but you have to, but you had to analyze it. You couldn't just, you, you couldn't just point to the. Yeah, yeah after analyzing, yeah. we say this. So, so, so I, I don't understand what I, the initial problem though. I'm. My point is that just, just pointing to the extreme behavior is not good enough to show whether or not the founding logic makes sense. You actually have to oh, do yes, extra work. That's oh, what yes, I'm saying. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but if the, f yeah, yeah, no, of course. Now, hang on. Can you find me another example of that? Because uh, I'm not convinced with that one. Because as I said, in, in the case of Hitler one, I'm saying it, all of that logic does not follow. In this case, all of the logic follows. So, Do you think it follows from Islam? Follows? It, let, let's assume the premises of Islam is, are true. Unrational. Right. Okay? Irrational, yeah. Does it necessarily follow to me hammering my son in the head because he didn't follow, wake up in the morning to pray? Yes. It necessarily follows. Yes. How? Because as I said, if you believe that there is a God, he expects certain things to do, he expects certain things from me, then I must please him. Then I can ask my kid, why, hey, why didn't you do it? Up until that point, it does. Now, the extreme step, the next step you're talking about, that can go into act of passion and anyone, any atheist or any person can do that. Not only just in that case, it can do that in any other case as well. But I'm saying that up until that point, that can happen and it is and it would be rational as well like for example would, would that be rational let, let, actually I'm, I'm just experimenting i'm actually exploring different options here would that be rational if, if someone said that you and i had a fight 
we just got into it, started off with an argument, argument got heated, and then we came to exchanging blows. Now, one would say that no, at some point, one person should have stopped and become a better person and not let the emotions get the, get the better of him. But would you call that the actual act, not the, not the act of the person, but the actual sequence of events rational? Because when people do get angry, it is rational that we, we can see that people would uh, go to an extreme step. Is, is, no, do, don't, no. Don't you think it's... No, okay. no. It's kind of like telling, uh, telling me that um, a father hammered his son's skull in because he didn't do his homework. And then mm -hmm. I come like, this is what happens if you tell parents that they need to tell their children to do their homework because they're nagging on their children to do their homework and finish their homework. And it follows that eventually somebody's going to take a an hammer and bash their kid because they didn't do a homework. They're like, no, no, just because yeah, we're telling no, I, I, just, Yeah, I, I get it. I, no, I, I get it. Fair enough. Yes, we don't, we don't, we don't want to live in a world where we could rationalize that as well. But my point is you can actually that that person does rationalize. And I mean, for example, the father did rationalize it. He said, hey, he doesn't do this. What was I supposed to do? I'm, I, again, I'm not saying this is right, but I'm saying they can rationalize it. People can rationalize it, which is fair enough. Yeah, but that, but that for, I know, but that would apply with things that are not Islamic. Any, that would apply with anything yeah, yeah. then. Yeah. No, no yeah, yeah, but I'm asking that in the case of Hitler eugenics, though. Yes, no. you can rationalize it, but that rationalize that that rationale would not be correct because there is a superior race. Actually, the I know. But, okay, but let's <laughs> find more. Find find more. Uh, let's find let's more find, examples. Yeah. yeah let's no, no. Let's, no. The, the example that I gave is more closer, right? To so because something that's rational, that, but then ending up. No, like or, for example, oh, weapons. Like, weapons. Let's go nuclear weapons. No, no, no. Just let's say with the homework one because the homework one is very similar. Like Islam teaches you that to get your get your tell your kid that they need to pray in the morning, right? Tell them that. They're like, well, if you do that, it will lead to eventually somebody hammering your kid with it. No, no, it could. Okay, I'm, but I'm would, that so, don't so, it. I know, but homework. Would you would you criticize telling no. uh, parents telling their kids to do homework? Okay, then that doesn't. Oh, if okay, that doesn't okay, follow, okay, that okay, 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 okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah, no, I get it. Um. But the difference here is we can we can't live without homework, so it's it's necessary. But we can live without Islam. But I get it. You're gonna say, well, the, that, the, yeah. That. If you accept the premise that there is an Allah, okay. then okay. praying in the morning is more important uh, than homework. Okay. See, this, this is why you don't argue with Amin the Babi. It's a good point. I get it. But 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 do you agree with me that people can rationalize anything? Yeah, yeah, but but then it would the responsibility is on that person rather than because if you can rationalize anything, then you can rationalize from good or bad ideas. Yeah, if you true, get bad true, ideas, true. yeah, 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 true, true. yeah, true. Right, okay, yeah, okay, good, 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 good point. I like it. I take it. Um, so hang on. So 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 let let's wrap this up with our with my original point. So me saying, so my state which statement was actually false, or we should avoid using that, or I should avoid. You didn't use it that I made a claim that when you follow something irrational, then something like this, did I say bound to happen or can happen? So let me, let me tweak it. It can happen. But then you say, no, you can't say that because you can say that about good things as well, like things that are rational, like evolution, for example. Okay, good. 
Okay. I, I, I think I think the the way um, let me know if this makes sense. The way um, I like to separate it is when I look at Islam, I want to you know criticize Islam. I just criticize it for the things that it explicitly teaches, or for the things that it True. statistically shows that it creates environments that are a lot more likely to happen. For example, you know what I mean. So, but. Bashing, for example, children's head in with a hammer is not Islamic. It's not like it's not. It's not. It's not, it's not, it's not yeah, Islam, yeah. Yeah. For example, what you could blame maybe. So here, there's three. Let's this put it in three different categories, right? Things that Islam explicitly teaches and are bad, right? So we could like, okay, this is in your scripture. I don't care if Muslims do it or not. I could criticize Islam. It's in your scripture. Child right? marriages, so, blasphemy. Apostates, yeah, yeah that's, that's easy. Okay, then there's a second tier of things that Islam doesn't, ex Islam or Christianity doesn't explicitly teaches it, but, they end but up it happening. seems to, but they end up regularly happening because of the environment. Like, exactly, that's exactly the example I wanted to go to the honor killing for Islam, or for example, for, for churches, you know, child abuse. For example, you don't have in Bible that you could abuse children, but it seems to create environments where that seems to happening a lot more, right? Uh, so you can still blame the religion for that indirectly, but also with the clarification that the, the religion itself is against it, but it seems to somehow create environments that this happens, right? Uh, then the third one is one that I think the religion is not to be blamed at all, is because things that are specific to an individual and they are rare enough for us to not be able to say that the religion seems to be creating environments that this happens all the time, right? So we don't see Muslims this falls killing in this category. Yes, exactly. We don't see Muslims killing their children all the, like all over the place because but they're they not praying. Come up, right? Yeah, I yeah, you could actually you could blame them. You could blame religion for that. Religion have most religions have teachings oh, that you so can beat up your children. So, so, so my point is, okay, so there's a, there's a huge gap between smacking your kids. Obviously, by the way, obviously we don't endorse that. Don't do that. Report it to the authority that you experience or you know that some child is experiencing any abuse. But, if, for example, in Matrasas, parents let them say, hey, you know what, turn him into a half is If he doesn't learn, smack him, whatever. Um, that's a common practice. Now, that could fall under the honor killing level crime. Obviously, not the killing itself, but mm. th that is common enough for us to blame religion. But I'm saying then an extreme behavior within that is some kids end up dying because of religion. So so that's the third category. So are you putting that in the third category when kids yeah. die? Yeah, but uh, you know, when, when it comes to, for example, honor killing, uh, we have studies that show that this is correlated or, and also... Uh, there's a there's a core, there's a correlation and causation relationship between Islam and things, right? Yeah, yeah, right. But when it comes to something like this, is rare enough for us to not be able to have, you know, data enough to see that, you know, Fair does enough. this happen more among Muslims, less among Muslims? You know what I mean? Like we have a lot of examples of non-Muslims killing their children over weird stuff, right? So I don't, praying, I don't know. Um, yeah, 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 right, right. Yeah. Even even or having even, said that, though, we don't even see. Deaths of women over not wearing hijab. I know it's a big, big problem, especially in modern times. But yeah, there's more honor killings. More women are killed in the name of honor, for example, talking to a boy or marrying someone else of her own choice, than women getting killed for not wearing a hijab. Right. I'm, I'm again like going by 
the kind of news that we pick up. I, I, I don't think I've ever heard. Do, do, like there might have been some, but we hear yeah. more cases of women getting killed because she married him. The parents didn't want, or she did not want to marry. Yeah. She wanted to stay in England or whatever. We've heard more murders in that case. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a relationship. Um, and you know, I've, I, I, honor killing is number one is in uh, Muslim communities. Then it's Hindu, but by a huge, huge margin, it's mostly Muslim. You know, but adjusted by yes. some population. Hindus well, are second. Just, yeah, Hindus are second, but, but, but distant second. Yeah, distant second. Yes, yeah. yes. And it's not just. It's not based on geography. It's not based on poverty. Because even in countries where uh, it's not majority Muslim, even in Western countries, if you see honor killings, it's mostly true uh, in uh, Muslim communities. So it's something that you can see constantly a correlation with the Muslim community, um, independent from. Um, you know, the level of wealth independent from, I mean, if you control for wealth, if you control for location, if you control for culture, if you control for language, you could still still see a correlation with Islam, even though Islam doesn't teach that, you could see like, okay, there seems to be, there seems Poor to be right. a culturality. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Pa a beating chest time for Armin. Got me. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you know what? I actually think like, um when you say like okay um yeah maybe i was wrong about that i think actually the person that changed their opinion gets to beat the chest okay because that's pretty that's pretty amazing like i don't i don't see i you know the, the no, will, no but I, okay will, I, 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 I don't want to I, I don't want you to scratch my back but i or, or pat my back but i you know like i i get in this like you you're probably the only person like i've said this before and i'm saying it again you're probably the only person when I when I when when I get engaged in an argument, I start and and when you start picking holes in that, and obviously because you love doing that, when why not? You should do that. But I see that I, I only experience that with you. But my point is fair enough. I think everyone can see holes in their arguments, or someone else can help them see those holes. But my point is, I can recognize that. But then when we, but then, but I've also you and I, we have spent enough time with people when we point out certain things to them, they cannot see holes in their arguments. Um, even even when, you, when you do your best to show it to them, they, they can't see it. I, I just don't understand why, because I instantly, like when I said it, when from the moment you open your mouth, I was like, uh-oh, there, <laughs> there was a voice inside of me. I said, yeah, I think I messed up. There was another one that that guy, whatever that guy's name, even that, that guy he pointed out. I mean, Kai. Yeah. But I had already corrected my stance before that, and I changed my position yeah. on. Uh, oh, there you go. That was an initial question that they asked, like, oh, you, are you constantly? Yeah, I think the best part of that is, like, we can challenge each other. We don't mince our words when we want to disagree with each other. This is something that is lacking a lot uh, amongst Muslims. I've seen them, people who say opposite, like, the whole different worldviews within Islam. But when they sit together, you know, it's like... He scratches his back. He scratches his back. Like they're scratching each other's backs. Like yeah, they they go by that. Like I've seen so many of them, and we don't. But we don't do that though. We're like yeah, he's. I mean, could have easily kept quiet and like yeah, okay, let me let me let me slip it under the radar. <laughs> but let me not yeah, yeah. embarrass Harris. But no, he didn't do that, and that's fine. And, and I think that's why that's the answer to the earlier patron question. That yeah, we do we do like uh, I've changed my positions. I've changed now with three yeah. positions. This one was a correction of a statement, and I think which is. Um, which is necessary, but like two positions, like, okay, um, 
nationality should be cancel nationality of people with ethnic parents uh, no because that creates two-tier citizenship um, and the second one was um, I just had it in my mind and I changed oh yeah oh, my, my, my position on MBS like I mean what, what wasn't really a different change of position but I, I was talking about it carelessly which is again there you go you know like we change that position yeah. because, because we know we answer actually I, I have a document of things I changed my mind on and I have not updated that updated that document for a while so i am kind of worried about being dogmatic about my views so well, i need to reevaluate my worldview yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, speaking of well maybe because you're so smart because you yeah. are sometimes <laughs> ahead of some of the biggest so-called intellectuals of our time as wow. some of you know that armin nababi had to go through a lot he had to pay a very big price for picking on a certain community or a certain religion, maybe more than two years ago now. Sexy Kali, right? So right. You, 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 you said that, okay, you made fun of Sexy Kali purely because you realize that there is a group of people who cannot accept that and they get just as butthurt as Muslims. Although I'm not saying that Hindus are known for beheading the, the blasphemers like Muslims are. I'm not going that far, but still one step, if there was one step short of that, then that's how a lot of Hindus behaved against Armin Nawabi. They went to the Supreme mm -hmm. Court, they banned the pressured Twitter into banning his account, thanks to Elon Musk, who restored Armin Nawabi's account. He was in two-year Twitter hiatus. But guess what, Armin? You were two years ahead of Jordan Peterson. Do you know what happened? <laughs> what? He also spoke about our dearly beloved, your sexy Kali. Wow. So he says, <laughs> he says, sheer unadulterated narcissism in action. This is narcissism in action. Like, you know, like I am the best. I'm fighting the, the good war or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Again, anyway, and, and that would explain. Like, I mean, I'm still trying to understand it, guys. You, you guys can educate me. Maybe I'm in, if you pick up something, then you educate me because I, I don't fully understand the tweet. Um, yes, there, he's referring to some academics, um, uh, this person, this academic, Tyrion Steinbach, I don't know who that is, uh, apparently there's this um, argument there, and this person, Jordan Peterson basically saying, you cannot make fun of her, her worship, Kalima, sexy Kali's worship is now mandatory in all institutions of higher education, in, in precise proportion to their past preeminence. We are indeed rotting from the head down. Now, what I, what, I don't know, I mean, how you see it. What I'm seeing it as, he's basically upset that we, him, as Jordan Peterson, as an academic or in the academia, people have to somehow show some reverence or politeness, kind of like a reverence that you are expected to show towards Muhammad, i.e. you have to say Prophet Muhammad. And some woke people go as far as saying, Prophet Muhammad, please be a him. <laughs> so he... Jordan Peterson seems like he's pissed off at that. And guess what? All of our Hindu people have just wow. unleashed their fury on him. And I'm just going to highlight one of them. Your old friend, the one who played a key role in getting you banned <laughs> in India. Nupur Sharma. <laughs> not the good Nupur Sharma. Not the politician. Some people might say she, she's not that good. But I mean, to me, she's good. But she's saying, look at this. Look at her attack. Now, see the hypocrisy here. 
they all these Hindus came after you. They called you a misogynist because it's actually their ingrained misogyny that they saw a woman uh, being called sexy is misogyny. Why can't a woman be proud of her beauty? Calling a woman beautiful or her being sexy um, is not misogyny. That's the opposite of that. But these people told you that you are a misogynist. You don't respect women. Blah, blah, blah. You're a jihadi. Blah, blah, blah. And that same line, so this is the same line these other Hindus have been uh, have been um, towing. Like this one, Nupushama, look what she says. Please limit yourself. Now she's standing up for a woman deity, yeah? Because she's so revered. She's a woman. This manifestation of the of womanhood. Women are great. So please limit yourself to the Chinese techno porn you seem to jerk off to in your drug adult state. Now, I don't know. Is there, is there a... Has has Jordan Peterson said anything about Chinese techno porn or something, or is it just a dig at him for some reason? I don't know. But a couple I, of I, I, you know, I don't know what some some of the I've experienced a lot of Hindus like in trying to insult me, and sometimes they just like make up stuff, and I'm like, what what is this about? It's just so random. <laughs> they make I, the think most, I don't know if those, this is ref, one of those random insults. That is I not think it has to be. It has to be because yeah. I because I did a quick Google on Jordan Peterson. Is he has he has he had some? Has oh, he yeah. ever admired Chinese techno porn or not? I, I don't know that. But anyway, listen. Yeah, to this there's an explanation for it. He shared a tweet that was meant to be a porn satire. He thought it was real. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. Okay. All mm. uh, right. Okay, I didn't know that. Oh, by okay. the way, I forgot to. I'm gonna post a link to our members to be able to come up later. So I'm just sure. gonna post that right now. But yeah, listen to this, Armin. Um. And dealing with the Babylonian whore in your family. Now, that's, I think, again, like, is that something random? Vic, do you know about this one? Uh, why is she calling? Is there a reference to the Babylon, Babylonian whore and the, the biblical reference to that? Because um, he's Christian and maybe, you know, like, there's a Babylonian whore that's going to come end of times or whatever. Uh, the epitome of uh, degeneracy or something that Bible warns you about. Is it that? But again, like that doesn't apply because she's added the word in your family. Or why is she calling Michaela Peterson a Babylonian whore? I, I, don't, I don't know. But anyway, understanding that he comes across it. I think she's like, I think like, I'm so smart. Kind of like, I don't like. I don't yeah, know. a lot of Indians do that. They, they, they throw in big words deliberately just to like, just pretentious, just to be, just to sound very smart. But, uh, but anyway, uh, so she goes, understanding Mother Divine, with capital D, and Sanatan Dharm is beyond your pay grade. Yeah, okay, you don't know that one. I, I think that's just, yeah, I, yeah, I think she just could be. But again, like, it would have made sense had she attacked his Christianity and what the Bible has warned, warned uh, Christians about the Babylonian whore, like, you know, the degeneracy and whatever. I'm a little bit sketchy in the details, but... But that, that, that would have been okay. That might have made sense because he's a Christian apologist to some extent. But in your family, I don't get it. But she's de she's defending motherhood and, uh, you know, this uh, great uh, archetype, you know, of uh, female deity and uh, fighting uh, good versus evil kind of thing. But then she attacks another woman and calls her a whore. I don't get it. But the point is, I mean, you won. Jordan Peterson is talking yeah. the line. He is going after Mother Kali as you did a couple of years ago, and you said, "I'm going to do it just because you don't want me to do it." How do you how do you see this? Um, 
Well, I think Jordan Peterson needs to come and talk to us about the experiences <laughs> having <Right>. with Hindu. <laughs> right, as if he was. <laughs> but yeah, um, also here's an interesting thing. I, um, you know, the the quote, the quote tweet that she had. It's so amazing how they think this is so intellectual. The whole Hinduism, the goddesses, yeah. um, and it's just like if you criticize it or if you mock it or if you're against it, it's just this is higher level of understanding that you're just incapable of reaching yeah. and and they don't they don't even blame to explain it to you because they're just working on a different level like it's just your our our, our minds is just so 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 below yeah. the level that they're working at that because they're like okay well explain it explain this philosophy to us because we've studied it a lot and it just seems like it just seems all nonsense but like no the the and every time we listen to you explaining it, it just sounds like more nonsense. But but at, but at some point, maybe it's you. Maybe it's just nonsense. Because it surely can't be that all these Hindus all over India, okay, have this mindset, this this intelligence, this like... <laughs> the whole world can't, none of, no one can but, understand. Like from all of them, from the philosophers all the way to the most uneducated uh, Indians out there, they just have this high level of understanding that just the rest of us cannot reach. And that could be the only reason, the only explanation for why we're mocking it is because it's above Jordan. I mean, Jordan Peterson is the person that a lot of these people were celebrating as a fellow uh, right winger. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of Hindutva constantly shared his tweets, enjoying it. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's an idiot and above his pay grade to even understand what this is all this philosophy is all about just because you just turn on them. So they they throw you in the garbage as soon as you say something they don't like. So, yeah, yeah, apparently that's how it works. Exactly. This this is exactly uh, this is a very typical behavior. But again, the right wingers of every society. They act the same way, yeah. But their views are not compatible with each other, though. Like a, a radical Muslim and a radical Hindu, they want to run their societies in a very similar manner, but they hate each other. Same thing with radical Christians as well, or people who are, you know, right-leaning Christians. They also have the similar, they have similar tendencies, but because they are, they they developed a little bit earlier than the rest of the world, that's why they behave a little, they're, they're a little bit better. Um, uh, than than the others, but they and this is why they saw okay. Oh, Jordan Peterson is anti woke. Us radical Hindus are anti woke. Boom, he's our ally. Well, hang on a second. He pays. He gives absolutely no respect to your archetypes, even though this is his own bias. He he loves talking about archetypes, Christian archetypes. Yeah, Jesus, but he's not gonna give any respect to Kalima or Shivji or uh, you know any other Hindu deity. He's gonna be like, what the hell is this nonsense? But to be fair, though. I think Jordan Peterson, I think Nupa Shaman and all these triggered Hindus didn't get it. I think Jordan Peterson, but yeah, but I think he did say unadulterated um, uh, narcissism. So he did attack the archetype itself, uh, this fictitious character of Kalima itself. Like, because you actually have praised it. You said, well, you like sexy, you you like the character of Kalima, don't you? But but Peterson didn't just this the character of Kali, but he, but I think the main motivation was the fact that hey, I am being expected to respect it. I think that's where he should have gone, or that's where he should have kept it to, because um, uh, because then from his worldview, because if you can see good moral lessons coming out of the character of Jesus, then surely Hindus can also see some good moral lessons coming out of Kali. 
right? Yeah. That's pretty fair, isn't it? We can criticize both Kali and Jesus, and we're going to attack them. Because well, I mean, Jesus didn't commit a uh, massacre a whole bunch of people. Uh, but Kelly did that no, to demons I mean, only. Yeah, That's exactly. Racist, no, 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 but I mean, but the point is they can all find some good lessons. Like Muslims would give you the same argument as well. Yeah, so what? He killed some Banu Kanaza people. We can learn. He told us to be kind to the orphans. Be kind to orphans. Mm. So, you know, um, that, 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 so, that's the logical inconsistency in Jordan Peterson's mind. But I think as far as he's concerned that, hey, you expect me to respect it. Therefore, I'm not going to respect it. That's a bigger point. That's freedom of speech. That that he's consistent in that. That's anti-wokeism. Freedom of speech. Okay, so Vic's life is saying um, there was a Chinese, and apparently Troel is saying maybe it was British, right? Um, Chinese or UK uh, fetish porn that pretended to be a communist breeding program. Uh, Peterson thought it was real and retweeted it. So basically, if this is true, basically everyone everyone here is being dumb. Right. First of all, Peterson believing, obviously, he's so anti-communist that as soon as he, maybe um, if he saw that and he just ran away with it, that's hilarious as well, uh, that he believed that this is something is real without actually checking it. Right. For somebody who has to be who 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 who, who people see as an intellectual, if this actually happened, that's kind of embarrassing for Peterson. But it's also embarrassing for uh, Nupur Sharma, am I saying her name right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because the guy, obviously, like, so people in our live chat can tell that Peterson just made a mistake. It's not like he was, that's the porn that he watches. If that's the porn that he watches, then why would he come and share it publicly to everybody? But Nupur Sharma is just running with the narrative that, oh, that's the porn that you watch. Like, obviously, people can tell that Peterson had made a mistake. But you're just like, oh, like, I don't know. It's so stupid. Every like, and It's just amazing how people that can't think straight just get so famous. It just seemed like that. Sometimes I think, like, maybe that's the reason why they get so famous. is because people who are not as smart as, you know, many other people out there and have, like, really horrible conclusions... They just now could go around and pretending that they're smart as well, or they have come up to an intellectual conclusion just because they have these very famous people who make their views sound intellectual, um, so you know, support their narratives. And it's just very discouraging to think like it doesn't really matter how much you're making sense for you to be able to gain a following. It what matters is how much you're basically um, massaging these people's. Um, intellectual cocks uh, for them to be able to enjoy the feeling that they are part of this unique club that gets it, whether it's on Nupur Sharma's side or Jordan Peterson's side. That's 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 basically what you have to do. You just have to make the dumbest ideas sound intelligent for people to just be able to become your followers and be able to, I don't know, popularize it. Um, I mean, both sides of this argument just seem insane to me. We have one more patron question. Um, and then I want to bring Vikram R on Vikram or Vic's life as his YouTube channel is. So should we go to the last? Um, oh my God! Look at this. Vic's life is saying, "My bad. It was a, a C O C K milking fetish porn." Um, wow. Okay. 
So I don't know if people could tell this was wrong. Why couldn't Peterson? Why doesn't Peterson just do some research before he posts something? He has such a major audience. How is he an intellectual? I never understand. Um, okay, last Patreon question. Are you with us, Harris? Yeah. I'm distracted by something else. Okay. All right. So this is the last question. Let me bring the relevant article for it. So D is asking, I had to look twice when I saw Iran and Saudi diplomacy in the news. I have so many questions from proxy conflicts to the role of U.S. and China in the Middle East to consequences for Islam in general. What do you guys make of it? So this is um, a big deal, a huge deal. So let me just read you the summary. Iran and Saudi Arabia have agreed to resume diplomatic ties after years of hostility that had threatened stability and security in the Middle East. The deal was brokered by China in Beijing, in Beijing this week and represents a major diplomatic victory for Beijing um, as well as challenges for the U.S. One thing the summary doesn't tell you is that actually it's a much bigger challenge for Israel, which I will talk about it if you guys want. Iran and Saudi Arabia agreed to reopen embassies within two months. Wow, this is uh, unbelievable. And to reactivate a 2001 security cooperation accord. The deal also comes amid efforts to end the war in Yemen, where Iran and Saudi Arabia back opposing sides. So this is a huge deal a huge deal it's it could have potentially change shift everything in the middle east right so i don't even know where to start um so let's start with iran iran is obviously being pressured into well it seems like it's being pressured into this deal both by china and the iranian people because of the recent protests in iran uh, Iran's diplomatic standing and its soft power in the world has weakened dramatically in the past couple of months and it's been devastated because of more challenges both because of its international relationships and more sanctions and because of the revolution that is happening in Iran right now um, the Europe also turning on Iran as well and um, becoming more you know, putting a lot more pressure on the Iranian government. So you, you, Iran's economy was always um, challenging ever since the U.S. sanctions, ever since Trump threw out the um, deal, the JCPOA. But it has, it becomes extremely a lot uh, worse ever since the revolution because of more sanctions and more unity, global unity against the government. Um, by international actors, right? So what has that has led into is the currency of Iran, the value of Iran's currency crashing. And Iran Iran has lost a lot of soft power, but also a lot of e economic power globally, um, which might have led it to be pressured into um, accepting this deal, accepting this negotiation. And uh, China is probably, um, has been taken advantage of the revolution of, of uh, in Iran to be able to force uh, Iran into this agreement because China is has two incentives in doing this. First, it wants to show that it's now the big player in the Middle East and it's going to come and replace the U.S. As the U.S. is trying to reduce its influence in the Middle East, China is going to show that like I'm the big boy here now and this is a major, major signal 
because this is something uh, bringing countries together and doing these like this is was usually a U.S. thing to do, and now China that is doing it with some two ma- the two biggest actor in the Middle East kind of shows how big uh, the hand of China is. But also China uh, will um, benefit a lot from stability. Um, between these two countries because China wants to do a lot of deals with Saudi Arabia and and Iran as well, but bigger deals with Saudi Arabia relative to Iran and the instability, the threat that Iran is to Saudi Arabia is something that China can't tolerate and China has a lot of influence on Iran and the fact that China has a lot of influence on both Iran and, and, and Saudi Arabia makes it uh, it's basically China has become both Iran's and Saudi Arabia's and a lot of other countries' daddies. So if they have to, uh, it used to be Russia, but now it's switching to China. So China is they they kind of have to listen to it like the uh, good little boys they are, right? Uh, because the Middle East is going to be a major supply of China's uh, energy, and China wants to enjoy stability there. So it's pushing these countries together, but. Uh, the the thing is that this is a major shift be, uh, from the direction that Saudi Arabia was moving ahead because Saudi Arabia was very very aggressively moving a, a, against Iran's government and in in the same way it was with Khamenei they were like they seemed to be the shift was growing and it didn't seem to be wanted to go in any other direction and then more hostility uh, which is weird because both Khamenei and Mohammed bin Salman have signaled that they consider the other side pure evil. Mohammed bin Salman compared Khamenei to Hitler and they said, like, there's no way we can get along with these people. Like, these, this is an enemy that needs to be elim- eliminated. And Khamenei had said similar things about Mohammed bin Salman and Saudis. Um, but now they're shifting directions. Um, go on. You want to say something? I have... No, finish your point because I, I have two questions on that whole Okay, right. So this is really bad because when for for Israel, because Saudi Arabia was moving away from uh, Iran and this uh, the challenge of Iran and the threat that Iran is to Saudi Arabia was pushing all these Gulf Arab countries to with uh, to have a unity with Israel. But now Israel, which was already. So here's another thing that, that basically a lot of things have come together to make this happen. The instability in Iran, the revolution that is happening, China's uh, growing influence over the Middle East, but also Israel's internal politics has made the the protests there. So basically, there's two protests that are happening: protests in Iran and the protests in Israel. In Israel, right? And the protests in Israel um, has made Israel a much less um, stable ally for Saudi Arabia, especially because a whole bunch of racists have come into power in Israel. And it's one thing for Saudi citizens to accept (laughs) to not challenge their government uh, when it comes to getting closer to Israel. Now it's even more difficult because you have people within the government of Israel that are so, so explicitly racist. Like, I mean, there were always racists in Saudi government, but this is this level of uh, explicitness it was never out there like these are people who were arrested by Israel itself uh, for being this racist <laughs> right that's how racist they are so uh, selling that unity is, is a much 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 harder sell unfortunately unfortunately for Iranian protesters this um, opens the hand, 
bad news because it basically gives a lot of breathing room for the Iranian government. It makes them look like hypocrites because they were always they were always chanting, singing um, about how they will crush Saudi Arabia, that they are the, are their number one enemies, that they will invade. Medina and Mecca one day, uh, that the heart of Iran will be Mecca one day. So these are, and now they're like completely giving in and becoming, uh, making a deal with them. So it makes them look like hypocrites. So two points. But at the same time, the current, the current, the Iranian currency just made a huge rebound uh, after this news, which shows that the significance of it. Yeah, so, so two points. First, obviously, uh, one thing that we've seen that all these authoritarian countries are joining forces against you know the, the free world as we like to call it what we've always seen that authoritarians always hate springing up of um, democracies in their neighborhood so if this revolution did become successful let's just say would wouldn't that be a bad news for Saudi Arabia as well because they say that when Arab Spring happened Putin was uh, Putin saw this um, video of uh, 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 Gaddafi getting assassinated or getting beaten up by a mob. He was he was terrified of that. A lot of um, uh, uh, authors have actually spoken about it. Um, people who are experts um, on Russian politics. And he was worried that it could happen to him as well one day. Xi Jinping doesn't want Putin to lose because that would be a win for democracy in Ukraine um, if Putin loses. So authoritarians all around the world, they hate democracies. And obviously, as much as Saudi Arabia and Iran hate each other, they're both authoritarian uh, governments. So don't you think that this could be the reason why they're like, okay, maybe, you know, we can't let democracy flourish because one outcome of this Iranian revolu revolution could be that Iran becomes a modern progressive democracy because the people of Iran have shown their affinity towards democracy. What do, what do you think? Could that be that? Obviously there, obviously, there would be more nuances in that as well, but could that be one of the reasons as well? But if that is the reason, then how do you explain that? Uh, that uh, No, actually, I, I want you to answer that one first. Um, well, I mean, the main reason is Saudi Arabia doesn't have the time or the patience or the risk capacity to see if this revolution is going to take place or not. And revolutions could take years and sometimes decades, even if they're going to be successful. And we don't, you know, um, and Saudi Arabia needs economic diversity now and for economic, it, it needs investments now. And because it needs investments now, it needs stability now. And Iran being unstable means that they might, might do more attacks. And you saw what they're capable of but, uh, with their attacks on Aramco. And Nothing stopped them. They just like with very cheap drones, they managed to basically make oil not come out of Saudi Arabia for a while, which is which is devastating. Right. Which means investors a lot of uh, nervous. Right. So even if invest, even if you have investors, they're going to buy your shares or invest with a large lower valuations, given the risk that is Iran. So if you remove if that risk is not there, there's going to be a lot more demand for Saudi projects. Now and that's what they need. Right? So for, for Saudi, so you're saying for Saudi Arabia, this is a deal with with the devil. It's, it's a necessary evil for them. It's it's so necessary for them, and they can't wait for it. Then also, hmm. yeah, go on. I'll finish your point. Okay, and so here's the thing, though. There's three options for Iran. 
Um, and the Saudi government, first of all, let's be clear, we're talking about Saudi government, because for Saudi Arabia, it would be beneficial if Iran turns into a secular democracy, right? Because, no. well, because I'm separating Saudi Arabia from the Saudi government, right? Because if you right. if your neighbor is a secular democracy, it will have effects on you, you will have much more normal trade with them, much yeah, more stable course. trades with them. So it, it, it's a win-win. Yeah, but the Saudi government right? would never want that. That's what I'm saying. They would never want yeah, that. Yeah, the Saudi it would be, yeah, it would be horrible for the it, Okay, so there's three options for Iran, and I could tell you which one Saudi wants, right? Uh, the current government staying in power, right? Um, they don't want that, um, but they might have to deal with it. Uh, it becoming a secular democracy, they don't want that because they're always the Saudi government has been very allergic to democracies anywhere in North Africa or and or and the Middle East, right? Uh, the third option that they probably like the most, and it shows their their investments and the people who they support shows that that's what they want, is for the revolution to lead into the collapse of not just the government but the society as a whole, and for Iran to get get cut into different pieces. So that's where their investments are going. So there. So, sec- so the follow-up question to that is: Okay, so maybe we don't like these guys. I'm speaking from Saudi's point of view. We don't like these guys, but you know, we need stability. We need uh, investors' confidence. Blah blah blah. So therefore, you know, if China gets in and they can somehow mediate and make us friends again, then that's okay. Okay. But these two schools of thought are so diametrically opposed to each other. How long do you think that's going to last? I think th- this is a deal made in hell because that would never last long. What do you think then? Because you said when you were reading the article, you said that you know this is big and this is like you know far-reaching consequences. Yes, but I don't have any faith in that. Like I mean, I, th- I think because well, they hate each other so much, it just can't. It just cannot last. Okay, so there's there's two things that puts them. Uh, one increases the chance of this lasting, and one decreases. Right? Um, if we know from the Saudi side, they're, they very much like Iran. So here's the thing. Saudi Arabia doesn't have any ambitions outside of its borders, right? It, everything it does outside of its borders is mostly based on the Iran threat, right? So the problem, at least, is not coming from the Saudi side when it comes to this to this. Uh, relationship. Iran has ambitions outside of its border, so it's Iran that is the aggressor here. Saudi Arabia is the defender here. Right? So um, Iran, at being aggressive towards Saudi Arabia, depends on its needs and this, the stability it feels that it has right now. Right. So when it becomes more stable, it might become a more of a threat to Saudi Arabia because it feels like nothing can challenge it. But also, when it becomes less stable, it also might become a threat to Saudi Arabia, because it might think, like, I need an external enemy right now to direct all the attention to that rather than my internal matters, right? So in both situations, it might find motivations to be an aggressor to Saudi Arabia, right? So that's why we're like, okay, so they seem to be always wanting to be aggressive to Saudi Arabia. That seems bad. And then, yeah, that's exactly what makes this a not-stable deal. What makes it, what could potentially make it more stable is the China element and the money element, okay? So now you have now you have an actor here that is being involved and both, both Saudi Arabia and Iran are heavily, heavily reliant on China's investment and projects. And if China wants something, they seem to be uh, listening to it. So the Chinese element might make it a lot more stable. 
You're muted. Right, right, okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, um, yeah look, I, I think it's interesting. I, I, I don't think it's going to last long. I don't think that there could be my bias. Um, uh, yeah, you, know, you might be right. Democracy bias that, that um, uh, the West is going to come out on top in this entire thing. The age of dictatorship, authoritarianism, um you know that is going down autocracy i think to me that's going down i, I don't think the, the, the some some pundits are, are are predicting that china's economy is going to collapse very soon i don't know how true is that i'm not the expert of that but mm. you know like this whole this construction bubble that's but uh, best um in in china uh, it will suffer but it will not collapse yeah but semiconductors uh, it will it will have them. a major the major the main prediction is that it will have a major correction right but not to the point of collapse but but if that happens though because we know that when when you know when when people suffer economically they somehow uh, you know they rebel against the government so ccp because it's an authoritarian government that's what i'm saying like the, the consequences could be far reaching in that case Whereas in democracy, revolutions are hard to come by because if you don't like a leader, you can you can get rid of him in four years or five years. But right. Xi Jinping has shown all signs that he wants to be a president for life. And, you know, this is the first time we've seen the kind of protest that we've seen in China. It's the first time, um, you know, in living memory, we've seen that. Uh, so if something bad happens to Chinese economy and people suffer, then I think eventually, again, like this is, this is a this could be my biased wish that you know who knows there might be another revolution in china uh putin is i i don't think putin can't live for another 20 years there's gonna we know something's gonna change in in russia we don't know whether the, whether the next guy we're gonna get is gonna be worse than uh, putin or there could be you know we we could get real democracy in in, in russia but we, we don't know that but in china the whole system could go the, the whole system because a system that is built on tyranny and oppression i don't think they can i, I think the age is gone I, I used to think that okay it would be very interesting how because the chinese model might be the new model might be the way to the, uh, the way to the future but now i'm like I'm, I'm looking at a lot of people a lot of people who used to say that china will will surpass united states in economy that might not happen no no that's not this i mean I mean, total number or per capita? No, total number. Total yeah. number is happening. No, total number is going to happen. It's total so. GDP. The, yeah, look, the, the, total, the same. Yeah. No, no, total, total it's number. Hard to it has already. It, no, it's, it's already 19 happened. and the other one's 25 trillion, isn't it? Like something like that. Well, I mean, depends on how you measure the GDP, but by some estimates, it already has. And it's going to go below maybe again, but it will catch up again. The point is that GDP is not a really good measure. Yes. GDP, What's the other one? I, I was watching a video. There, there, there's another one. It's called something value, like a total. GD, GDP per capita. That's the major one. That's, no, no, no. no. no that, that's for individual. No, there, there's actually something else. I forgot the term. I was watching this documentary yesterday. Again, I'm not an expert. I'm just saying like that they, they explain this whole thing, and I'll explain you the thing. But I, I don't. I forgot what it's called. So basically, they look at the whole value of the country. GDP was an old metric that was done when economies were more manufacturing based. Now, obviously, the mm -hmm. more the more advanced an economy is, the less manufacturing it is. Um, it is more service based economy, etc. So you look at the total service. 
service gdp covers service as well yeah 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 but 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 when it, no but what i'm about to tell you but then you look into other factors as well you look at the human capital which gdp does absolutely mm. nothing uh for, for example like you look at how many how many nobel prizes uh the united states have won and in, in the fields of mm, sciences yeah. versus china and then you look at the actual output um in terms of um the, the kind of like these abstract ideas for example patents do you look at and then they they turn into something else um uh, i think from the from memory for example the total export well, technological let, exports of send it to me States. we could talk about it later because yeah, i think that we're okay. getting into a lot of economic yeah, detail okay. yeah. but let's bring vikram up how about that let's bring him up Yes. I want to talk about one more video from Five Pillars. I don't know if you've seen well, that, could, and I think this is going to be very. Let's do Vikram, and then yeah, yeah, we can course, talk about it yeah, because we'll he's been waiting that. for a while. Sure, okay. sure. Hi, hi, Vikram. Vikram. Hey guys, how are you? Good, good, good. Oh, by the way, let me explain to people. Vikram is a, a YouTube member on the Secular Jihadist YouTube channel. So I posted a link on uh, the community tab for only members to be able to see. And if you're a YouTube member, you could come up and talk to us live on air. So that's how it works. Okay, Vikram, what do you have for us today? Yeah, I was listening to you guys and I kind of forgot my questions. Give me a second. Yeah, it was about, uh, I wanted to get your take on, uh, I know uh, Armin has already talked about it, the Destiny stuff and Islam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, so become I have, I've become a huge fan of Destiny. Like, I mean, ever, ever since you mentioned, so I've watched a couple of videos and then now all I get is like his his videos in my in my feed. And I was just watching him destroying this red pill guy, and then he ended he ended up deleting that video. I was like, that De- De- Destiny is amazing. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, 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 he's pretty smart. He's my he's my favorite liberal. Every time people like, oh, liberals are this and that, and they want me to go to an example of like the first person that comes to my mind of liberals not being the way people think they are is is Destiny. He's my go-to guy. Yeah. So so he's been trolling. I wanted to talk about it. So I've got I've got some tweets here. He's been trolling Muslims a lot. So he goes. So this Abu Hafsa guy. He goes. Oh, Christians! The amount of disrespect towards Jesus you are letting slide is pretty messed up. No wonder your community is flocking to Islam. A, it's a lie. They just pick up these random white dudes who convert to Islam, and then they go like, as if, and they give you the impression as if there are millions of Muslims, millions of white people who are converting to Islam. Bullshit. Okay, it's just anecdotal evidence. The last survey that we have in 24, from 2014, the Pew survey, that actually at that time it said the amount of uh, people who leave Islam is, is the same as the amount of people who uh, convert to Islam. Now, but this is 2014 when the ex-Muslim movement was still in its infancy. So I think it's, it's, the, it's way out of whack now, uh, more so in favor of people who are apostatizing from Islam. So he goes, yeah, we should be more like Muslims online and threaten to attack them. Uh, when they make fun of your appeal, uh, uh, I mean, profit. Um, so, so yeah, that, that, that's a good one. There's there's some M T L. Let me share some more of them. Um, by the way, I stole that from um, I stole that from Susanna. Uh, this is the same one. Let me share that again. What is it saying here? The main thing that upsets me about this was that name wasn't kissing me. What does that mean, name? What does that mean? Do you know what that is? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, okay, so if you, yeah, yeah. Go lower, go lower, go lower. So, so destiny is in an uh, open relationship, right? right? So go lower, go lower, lower. Yeah, there we go. Oh, right. So that's his wife. That's destiny's wife, right? Right. So, so th- that's that guy is an Arab guy there, 
and right. they like they use this video and that's destiny right? right so people are like oh look you're so um your wife is kissing an arab which is kind of racist by the way by this guy right like as if like the fact that it's arab makes any yeah. difference like if right? he was white, it would have been okay. <laughs> no, yeah, but basically, oh, you're a white guy, and an Arab is basically just all your wife, right? right. Um, but if you go up, the, the rest of Destiny has a really good response. <laughs> yeah, the main, the main thing, the, the, that upset me about this guy, uh, this was that Nim wasn't kissing me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the guy's what? name is the Arab guy's is Nim. He's like, I'm oh, not upset right. that he kissed my wife. I'm upset that he didn't kiss me. That's why I'm upset yeah. about. It, I don't know why you guys think <laughs> playing the same. Okay, yeah, other than typical. Yeah, uh, you, you, good luck trying to offend someone like Destiny over that. I mean, someone who yeah. has openly said that. So then it means it doesn't bother him. So you saying that yeah. <laughs> he's not going to bother you? Yeah, I mean, if, if he believed that that shouldn't happen, and then it was happening. Then you could probably try to tease him or something, but he's like, yeah, he's the one who voluntarily told you guys that. So obviously he doesn't find that offensive. So Gropers are doxing Destiny's address and daring jihadists to kill, kill him. Right, what is this? Yeah, so they're putting, so, so these are right, you know, far right white nationalists, oh. right? And they are trying to get Muslims to go, uh, they're doxing him, they're putting his address. Oh, wow. And they're trying to get Muslims to go after Destiny because they so are they hate Destiny. Yeah. So so basically, are you telling me that? And again, like I mean, it doesn't surprise me. We say the same thing about Hindu nationalists as well. So now these these white nationalists, they're saying that oh, we're so good, we don't pull the trigger. But here, here's the gun. Go pull the trigger. That's basically what they're doing. So they're just how are they any better than those Muslims? And how can those white nationalists now criticize mm -hmm. Muslims who kill blasphemers? They, wait a minute, white nationalists don't criticize Muslims who kill blasphemers. They like they, they like it. They like no, but like they, they want to be like, like Tommy Robinson and all that. They, they do try to hide behind these. No, no, no. These liberals. are these are far these are much the far farther right, right than Tommy. No, right. these are these are these are much farther right than Tommy Robinson. Okay? So this is these why I say we should never call people like Tommy Robinson far right because they lose that distinction. I think mm. Tommy Robinson is just a conservative. He, we should never call him far right. Yeah, I mean, if these guys are far far right, then this is the epitome mm -hmm. of what far right is, and they're actually saying, "Hey, go I mean, kill this guy." Tommy Robinson is far right. These are just more further yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <We're> Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> anti immigration. Yeah, but, but no, <laughs> okay. but these these people are like these are the type of people who are like we need to learn from Islam. They're like Islam oh, yes. is. These are the people who like respect Islam, even though they're not. They're far right, you know, white nationalists. They're like Islam is powerful because it respects family values, because it threatens people, and they want to be more like it. They they don't criticize Islam. They it's an enemy that they respect. Is this the reason why that these uh, and we we've always made this point that look who is loving these totalitarian Islamic values. Other white totalitarian wannabes, those guys, yeah, yeah. and this is why uh, this is the reason why a lot of um, uh, these white people, uh, the, the, these um, yeah, these Western white dudes who are converting to Islam, they're more often than not they believe uh, they belong to this far right um, world. For example, there's this famous Australian far right um, white nationalist. He just converted to Islam as well. To which Daniel Hikikachu is pretty upset. He's saying that don't listen to these 
uh, far right white folks convert, uh, uh, don't let them hijack your religion because they're you know like he, he was he was shitting on them basically so it's like all oh, right so isn't that amazing that tells a lot about islamic values for example look at this one this is what daniel akikachu had to say about these white nationalists converting to islam stop promoting converts who within days of supposedly becoming muslim are telling muslims to put the fear of allah in non-muslims and describing islam as a brutal monster and telling muslims to fight against degeneracy no matter how brutal i've actually seen that a lot of conservatives who wow. are you know like this whole degenerate trope is is like yeah that's why islam is good that's why islam is good and that's why they're actually getting uh, getting attracted to islam because islam has a firm stance this unapologetic stance against degeneracy so it's like look at it isn't that go lower read the lower lower okay. one sorry the next one is no no Yeah, the next one. Uh, these far-right white converts say that Islam is the last stand against degeneracy. Yes, that is true. But what? But what do they say next? They tell Muslims to commit violence and fight back by any means necessary. Please don't fall for these feds. So you call them feds. Basically, he said. He said <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, mm, looks like someone's been paid a visit by by uh, by feds. What do you reckon? Like he's like, because mm, because then he says that he said, no, I've never from uh, I have these views, but I've never told Muslims to to act on those things. Like don't commit violence. Next is- next thing you know, you're gonna have half of far right white nationalists converting to Islam, <laughs> and the other half converting to Hindutva, and they're like, yeah, let's go get the- <laughs> encouraging each other. We always said this, Armin. Didn't we say <laughs> this? We always said this 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 is unholy alliance between the left and and, and the Muslims. It, it was never going to last, and we can see now. And this is why I wanted to talk about it, uh, th- this video that I wanted to share with you. Did you, by the way, see this video of this Muslim TikToker? She got attacked. Let's, let's do that. Let's do that soon because then let's get Vikram to answer okay. his uh, yeah, last sorry. question. And because I see Divya is also waiting for us to come up, and also we have a super chat. So let's go through this fast. So yes, a lot of things are happening. Yeah. Um, oh, you. Oh, okay, go I'm ahead. Sorry. You gotta, uh, just give me a second. Yeah, I was going to ask about. Um, so I had a question in mind, but then I just like forgot. Um, yeah, it was about. So I feel like regarding destiny, I feel like. He did not really. I don't think he expected to get that level of backlash because he got like I think thousands of death threats. I mean, most of that is probably just nonsense, probably just people who are just saying stuff on Twitter. But I think he. I don't think he's ever had that level of like backlash from just like making jokes on Twitter. Well, well done, yeah, Twitter stream. So first of all, I, I'd actually say that yeah, most of it is BS. Um, I I don't think he should get. Not that he would, but I'm just saying. I'm just speaking my mind. I don't think anything's going to happen because there are far too many people who actually have made fun of Islam now. So it's not really that big a deal. But yes, you should always be careful. But when Muslims thrive on this, they actually take pride in this fact that hey, now he's going to be watching over his shoulder for the rest of his life. Yeah, it's a little bit far fetched now. Okay, they've actually lost their teeth as well. These Muslims, even these hardcore Muslims, now they're fighting on Twitter online to defend the honor of their prophet. They've also become kind of like softies. Um, again, not saying that you should just, you know, be totally complacent about it. But it, the the danger is not there the way it was, let's say, 20 years ago. It's not on that level. People are going to forget about it. The amount of hatred there is for Islam, or the the amount of um, uh, you know. Uh, 
dunking of Islam that's taking that's been taking place um, for, for the last few years. It, it, it's like a new there's like a new cycle. Back in the day, you used to be a marked man, like Salman Rushdie. You've said something that's what you mark for your life. Nah, people are gonna forget about it. So Destiny, as as though because he's he's far bigger, you know, uh, internal personality. That's why whatever he's gonna do, he's gonna receive that uh, in droves. Like he's he's gonna get this in big chunks, and then he's, he's gonna forget about it. Like it, it's just water under the bridge. It's gonna be it's gonna be forgotten. What do you reckon, Armin? Yeah, yeah, and also I think what Vikram said is the reason why he came out and said that he has found a new, res- a newfound respect for for ex Muslims. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Divya left. This, this is why we. Oh, I wanted to see what Divya had to say. Um, okay. So we have a super chat. Do you want to address that? Give me a second. I, I, I just wanna. Where did Divya go? D- Divya. Was excited yeah. to. Yeah, because she was supposed to come today and talk to us about. Oh, she's back. So listen, Divya first because it seems like she's coming in and out. Divya, are you yeah, there? I think she's having an internet connection problem. I think she had connection problem. Hi, oh, Divya. There we go. Hi. Yeah, she's having internet. She's frozen. She's frozen. Up. Yeah, internet problems. Usually we get that from Pakistan. I don't know, Divya. Why are you having these internet problems? Yeah, India is supposed to be a major tech hub, isn't it? No, usually I yeah usually the, the internet connection India is good. Divya, hello. No, we can't. You're getting more yeah. pixely. So yeah, while we, we wait for TV, yeah, 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 turn your camera off because that will give be you better. a little bit more bandwidth. Yeah, so we'll wait for Divya to for her connection to get better. But let's address the super chat. Yeah, uh, hello, Harris. What are your views on Pakistan's condition? And what is the way forward? Will it go further right or will embrace progressive policies? Nope, not gonna embrace any progressive uh, policies for now. Um, if Pak- I mean, the next government is more uh, unless they kill Imran Khan. I think that's going to be his government. And what nah, he's done, we're not endorsing it. That. Of course, we're not endorsing. Yeah, we're yeah. not endorsing that. But uh, you know, the, 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 he has real threats on his life. Um, but after that, I think Pakistan is going to go further down when it comes to conservatism and uh, progressive values. But having said that, there is a ray of hope, as I said, like the, a lot of liberals of Pakistan, like true liberals of Pakistan, like feminists and people who are borderline, they, they just, they just don't call themselves, a, themselves, uh, themselves atheists, but they, anyone can tell that, they, that they are atheists. So there is a bit of a tolerance growing for atheists in Pakistan by atheists. They can say very liberal things like they can talk about open marriages, etc. That kind of, this is pretty strange coming, uh, happening in a country as conservative as Pakistan. So, so those liberals, you know, they're going to work hard for the next 10, 20 years. And then we might start seeing something else, but that might be the best way forward unless there's a revolution. But those revolutions never end, um, never end well. All right, let's ask Divya her her question before her internet cuts again. So hi, no, Divya. I'm head out. Good night, guys. Okay, Vikram, thank you. Thank you for being here. That was interesting. Okay. Hi, Divya. Hi, internet's gone again. Oh, no. Divya, no. Divya, oh, yeah. No, yeah. Turn off your cam. That would help. Are you there? Yeah, must mm. be a really bad connection, Divya. Divya, you, Divya has really good points. See, yeah, she 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 was going to go back and she was going to ask us uh, ask us questions about uh, secularism and how you know she schooled me. Uh, she told me about mm. when the word was added in the Constitution of India in 1977. Mm. Um, but then we said that yeah, no, Nehru, the, one of the founding fathers of India, he wanted he he was quite explicit that he wanted India to be a secular nation. 
Did you know that StreamYard has a new feature where the guests can stream their show on their own platforms? No, I didn't know so, that. Yeah, so you don't have to log in anymore. Oh, um, great. But they could, on, but they could only stream to two places. So you have to log in because you have to three places, right? But now I, I've turned on that feature. So guys, if you guys want to come and if you have a YouTube channel, I made that optional for you guys. So come and talk to us and you could stream on your channel while you're talking to us at the same time. More oh, motivation is to come and talk to us. Amazing. Right? Yeah. All right. I don't know if you've seen this, Armin. Well, Again, like we have, to, we have to show hypocrisy uh, and then we also have to Listen. condemn. We have to call what's wrong, what's right. Um, so okay, I don't know this one fast because I'm starving. But yeah, yeah. yeah, we have to. Um, I, I want your opinion. So I don't know about this lady, but she's become really famous recently. She she was she's very big. Uh, got a huge following um, on TikTok, but now she her one of her videos went viral even by her standards because she already had she 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 would get views in uh, hundreds of thousands, but now this video went really really viral so she said something about uh trans activist jeffrey marsh so i'm gonna say uh i'm she, she uh, to me i think she made some good points and i don't think there's anything trans transphobic in that i, I, I want to hear your views on that too okay guys it's going to be a bit long stop telling trans people that we're inspirational stop Telling kids to go on your Patreon and chat to you privately without their parents knowing. <laughs> She's funny. And then a lot of people made stitches of me saying I'm transphobic. I've done a lot of bad stuff. Um, they've even attacked my scarf, my religion, a lot of bad stuff, which I don't want to go into. And these people have also said they are not talking to the kids. Okay. So I did a little bit of digging. Hi, kids. Hey, kids. I want to talk to Okay, this video is not for kids YouTube, and this is purely for commentary reasons. Um, and obviously, none of the views that I endorse in this video, we endorse them. We're just commenting on them. And um, and uh, YouTube, our views, you you actually agree with them. <laughs> so <laughs> listen to this. So basically, okay, I, I I'll leave the link in the video. Uh, I want to see the rest. I, I can't judge it until I know if uh, they. Uh... Can, can, can I steal man their position? No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. I, I just don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Hey, okay. kids. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of videos of them addressing kids. Now, the main video I want to talk about. Your parents screwed up. It's okay to say so. <laughs> That's why I made a Patreon. So you want to talk to kids whose parents have screwed up. Why? Why you want to talk to these particular kids? Why? That's why I made a Patreon. So that we could talk about it. So we could connect in a way that has more no, privacy. So that we could talk to each other in a way that's uh, more open and stuff that we wouldn't share, like in the comments of a video like this. I think you're worthy. And so you want to talk to kids on a social no. media platform? Yeah. No, that's uh, not I, fair. I, okay, she's not transphobic, but that's not fair. That's not fair. Okay. Tell because, me. because. The first, she showed a couple of videos that she was talking, she or he, what's her pronouns? Oh, they. They. Um, she showed a couple of videos that they were talking to kids and then separate videos, separate videos that they were talking about your parents screwing up and you could talk to me on Patreon. Mm. Okay. 
though you're allowed to talk to kids on social media. We had a paywall? Like, no, no, no. Patreon. It's, it was separate. That you Okay, let me make this more clear. The videos of they talking, I, I'm not used to they, so bear with me. Um, the videos of, uh, don't make it up. I'm trying, I'm trying, okay? The videos of them talking to kids was not the same videos of them telling, talking to people about their parents. You know, adults also have parents. You saying you're talking to somebody about you, your adults screwing you up. You that one could have been to adults. The ones so the see, the video that is talking telling people that I I have video you can come talk to me to talk about your parents behind the paywall was separate from the videos that they were talking to children. There was no, separate the separate video. Thing, I mean. No, but I mean that they meant oh the same God. thing. No, no, I, I, no. I get what you said, but I'm saying they meant the same thing. Like, for, for, forget I, about that. You cannot tell by the videos that we saw right now. Okay, maybe there's more context to this. Okay, but right now the things that she, the hijabi woman, showed us was two videos. Huh? They haven't even denied I, that. I am just judging based on what I saw. Okay. Okay. Patreon has an age limit. Patreon itself has an age limit. So okay, you should not be again. able to. Let, let, let's watch it again. So it says, hey, kids, okay, but hey, I don't kids, want to hey. lose the video. Okay. No, no, they will, they will come back. Okay. So there's a lot of videos of them. You go back? Yeah. Them? Uh, religion. They, a lot of those videos, you're talking to kids. That's not behind Patreon. They, no, you're no, just no, talking they, to kids. They say that you can talk to me behind paywall, behind Patreon. Oh, my God. People Why have... can't you understand what I'm saying? Also, well, yeah, okay. Well, I, I don't understand. Say it again. Say it again. Okay. There's, there are three videos that you are clearly talking to children, to kids. On those videos that you're talking to kids, I don't see him, them talking about Patreon. Mm. In the videos that he's, they are clearly talking to kids. Sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying. On the videos that they are clearly talking to kids, they are not saying that come talk to me behind the Patreon wall, behind the paywall. The video that he, that they are talking about speaking to them behind the paywall is separate from the ones that is clearly talking to children. So that one, the paywall, the Patreon one could be talking to adults because adults have problems with their parents as well. It's not just children that have problems with their parents. I get that. I, I Yeah, I okay. get that. But that's not the impression that I'm getting. But this, this is what I okay. said. So I, okay, let, let, let's just finish that. said they are not talking to the kids. Okay. So I did a little bit of digging. Hi, kids. Hey, kids. I want to talk to the kids. Hi, kids. Hey, kids. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of videos of them addressing kids. Your Patreon. Now, the main Your video Patreon I want to talk about. Your parents screwed look, up. Look, the tone change. It's okay to say so. <laughs> That's why I made a Patreon. So you want to talk to kids whose parents have screwed up? Why? That's not why fair. Why do you talk to these particular kids? It's just saying that I created pay Patreon so I can talk to you kids. We go back? That's what it, that's what they said. Main video I want to talk about. Your parents screwed up. It's okay to say so. <laughs> that's why I made a Patreon. So no kids mentioned. No kids mentioned. You may, you your you parents, heard your parents messed up. You're talking about parents' parents then? Grand grandparents you're talking about again? Adults have parents. Adults have parents. 
Jesus Christ. Okay, 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 okay. So, so, so they. There's no mention of kids. Okay, 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 okay. There's no mention of kids here. Yo, what you're accusing her of is like extreme dishonesty. Let's just let's just go with that. I'm not accusing her. Oh my God, I'm not. I'm saying based on this video, I can't tell. Obviously, when you when you gather different clips, okay, your job as an influencer is to paint the correct picture. And you're trying to say, okay, this is, and she's, you're, you're expected to steal man the other person's position. So I'm expecting what she said, what, she, what she's telling me I, is not dishonest, misrepresenting. There's, um, uh, well, th there's point. Okay, so let's just go with that. Hang on a second, Armin. I think you just jump in the gun here. Wait. Stop. It's okay to say so. <laughs> That's why I made a Patreon. So you want to talk to kids whose parents have screwed up? Why? No. You want to talk to these particular she kids? Yes. Did you know? Why? No, That's why I that. made a Patreon, so that we could talk about it, so that we could connect in a way that has more privacy, so that we could talk to each other in a way that's uh, more open and stuff that we wouldn't share. Like you, you, you actually think they are talking about adults? No! Who's oh my God, Harris, that? why didn't you understand what I'm saying? I say I can't tell. I think it's unfair to judge based on what we're saying. I'm not making any claims. I'm just saying you can't tell right now based I'm on what we're I'm, I'm, I'm Yeah, well, okay. I'm going to go by. No, that's steal unfair. Man, why would you steal man, her when I could steal man them? No, because them have, haven't even denied this. Them have just said you're transphobic. That them have actually hang on. Okay, so you don't know. Okay, you don't know the context. Then take my point. Okay, take my word for it. That's my point. I'm take. I'm judging it based on what I'm seeing. Well, then take my okay, word. Okay, finish the video. Finish the video. Comments of a video like this. I think you're worthy. And so you want to talk to kids on a social media platform privately about topics that cannot be talked about in the video of TikTok's comments sections. Because why? Why? Why you want to do that? Why you can't chat about these topics in these comments? Is it because you might get flagged or something? Mm. What, what, what could be the reason? Could this be one of the reasons? Going no contact with the kids' parents? Because you mm. say in one of your videos how kids can go no they contact with their that. parents. So you teach kids how to go no contact with their parents? Is that is that what you're teaching them on, on Patreon? Or is it this? You're teaching this more on... Because this this video might get flagged. That's why I don't want to say the word. And okay. this is Jeffrey... Okay, they might not be... So that, unfair. That, that video might not be about kids, though. But you'll have access to it, Patreon. But, it, it, but they have so actually said that this video. So unfair. But right. they haven't even denied that, Armin. Why are you, why are you I, defending? They haven't denied the claims made by this woman. I'm talking about what I'm seeing right now and what judgments we could make based on what I'm seeing so far. And also, Soha, I don't understand. Watch the whole video. Watch the whole thing, please. And you're shouting at me? What the hell is up with this? I am. It's actually good that we don't watch the whole thing. And I understand what you guys because I want to be able to judge based on what we're seeing and then see if we were wrong or not. The whole point of stopping is to see if we get corrected after we watch the rest of the video. So no, I want to see. Uh, uh, it's good oh, that we stop. That's what I do. That's what we do in all of our streams. So <laughs> how do you not know this? Let's go with that. This you're teaching this more on because this this video might get flagged. That's why I don't want none to of the this. Word. And this is Jeffrey Marsh's Patreon. You talk about this topic. 
with kids. I mean, this is so idiotic. Now, this is so stupid. This is so stupid. I'm Patreon. I can understand what you're yeah, going. I mean, go continue. Finish I'll, it. Finish it. Oh my god. I'm Here are just some of the signs of grooming. Literally one of the first ones gaining access and isolating the victim. Asking them privately to go on Patreon and talking to them privately so you can connect and then showing these kids that you trust them, you love them, you'll keep their secrets and to keep them isolated from their parents. And then the icing on the cake is this video. Hi, beautiful. If you do not have a family that loves you, I'm going to be your family. No, you can't. You are a stranger on the Internet. You are not their family. Oh, and another thing. You can turn off age restrictions on Patreon. So kids can go to Jeffrey Marsh's their Patreon. Not if it's adult. Oh my God. Not if it's adult theme. Not if, if, for example, uh, for example, Atheist Republic is on Patreon. And it's 18 plus because of the type of content that we have. So no, you can't. You can't. If you're talking about sex, you can't turn off the uh, age restrictions. So that's, that's a lie. Um, Let's just look up. That's that video. That video was this, so unfair. This is, this is TikTok. She she's not being transphobic. Be, that, she's no, that would be okay. That would be unfair if she has deliberately misrepresented his views. Okay, do we agree on that? Um, she's looked. No. She's looked at multiple videos. Okay, she's taken out the yep. best bits to be able to squeeze that into three minutes. And even if even if, if she's right, even if she's right, she did an irresponsible this short video. She didn't connect the dots. She didn't connect in this video the talking to the children part to the Patreon part. And she didn't do it. So the video was irresponsible. Well, well how? He's creating Patreons for kids. I don't He's know isolating how else them to from his parents. I don't know how else. I think I've been very, it's been very simple right. and clear. I have been very clear. I'm not, I don't know the, I, how, how many times I have to say the videos that she showed us of her talking to kids and the videos of her talking to adults, there was no connection in between them. They are all for kids. Yeah, yeah, not, not in the videos I've seen. I don't know what you, I don't know how, how every single video that she showed was addressed to the kids. Harris, you, the videos about Patreon and your parents was not a single mention of kids in there. So that's what I'm saying. So you're basically thinking that she might have misrepresented him, right? Even if she didn't, the connection was not made in because this video. Because you cannot show every single bit. You can go on good show me faith. The show me, what, show uh, me the you bit. Want me to, you want me to watch five show hours me, worth show of Jeffrey Marsh's videos? No, no. Show me the connection and I'll tell you what she could well, have uh, Okay, so show here's me. a connection. Here's a con- no, I'm not going to show you anything. I'm going to say this. Okay, this because I've looked into it. This is not even the rebuttal being given by the other side. The other side is simply saying, hey, you have a, yeah, no, no, yeah, you're just being unnecessary, a sheriff that you don't even need to be. I am being, the, the I am, be, you're even, saying be charitable. I am being charitable to them. No, you're, 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 yeah, charitable over something, the charity that they're, they're, they're not even claiming. Even even they are not even uh, providing the defense that you're giving. They've acknowledged. They're like, yes, but what show me, saying, show me. I will make it clear what they needed to put Evan. Like, make the connection. I mean, okay, make the fine. connection. No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have all the videos. Okay, I've looked into it. She's rep, she's mm-hmm. represented his point clearly. That he, sorry, they yeah. are talking yeah. about. Um, they are actually asking kids to speak to them. Behind a paywall on Patreon. That's okay. it. Right. And if that's not a position, then, then the we're video, obviously the, guilty of. Then the then video we're is horrible. Of okay. 
Yeah, the video is horrible then. She Because yeah. based on what I'm saying, she didn't make the connection. That's my point. Well, Anyways, I don't want to lose okay. Divya again. Yeah, okay. Divya. Hello, Divya. Hi. Hi. Hey, you're good. You're, you're not cutting Hi. out. That's great. Hey. Yes. Uh, yeah, actually, I was trying to connect from my laptop, but the Wi-Fi is not uh, strong enough here. So, so I connected from my cell phone. Okay, okay. Hello? Yes, yes. we can hear you. Yeah. Yeah, so while uh, I was back train, so you were uh, talking about the, that video, TikTok video. So I remembered something. So since Harris uh, keeps an eye on the Indian subcontinent, so have you heard of Urfi Javed? Who Javed? Urfi Javed. No. Oh, maybe, maybe. Let me, let me look him up. Urfi Javed. My dad, just give me a second. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> I yeah, I, I had forgotten about it. Yes, I think what was it? She made a controversy a few days ago, didn't she? What did she do? Yeah. She, She's an actress, by the way. Uh, the, uh, those of you don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah she got death threats and uh, RDP threats. Oh, by who? Uh, general people, you know. Because of uh, her dressing sense. Yeah, yeah, she's, she, yeah, she's, uh, what did they say? Uh, I, I don't want to get in trouble. With this. Oh, well, hang on, is she Javid Akhtar's daughter? Yeah. Is she Javid Akhtar's daughter? Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. right, right. So, so a lot of people criticize her, those of you who don't know. Uh, so obviously a lot of Muslims are criticizing them. Even though Javid Akhtar, I, I mean, you know, he has, um, he, he said that he's an atheist. He said it multiple times. A right-wing Hindu nationalist don't like him, by the way. But he um, he's an atheist. So sometimes Muslims like to use him. Obviously not all. Hashtag not all Muslims. Some Muslims like to use him when he, when he uh, crucifies radical Hindus. But then, uh, Divya, are you telling me that other Muslims are criticizing uh, Urfi Javed for her um uh, how should i say it for her revealing clothes as they like to say yeah, right yeah. okay so so muslims are like okay where's your hijab <laughs> so that's what they're doing okay so, all right no yeah i cannot confirm that everyone is muslim who is threatening her but in general it would be most likely muslims that's just be fair it would be muslims other kind of yeah. threats right 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 yeah. okay Okay, no, I, 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 I didn't know that, but yeah, that's a very... Yes, sorry, sorry, finish your point. Yeah, no, no, nothing. I was just saying she has made a huge controversy on our Indian news channels. That's When was this? I think a week ago, a week or 10 days ago, maybe. Right, there, there, there is a little uh, Instagram post that she made. She says that the constant bullying, trolling sometimes makes me go crazy. I cry, I cry a lot, but I guess life goes on. You just got to do you. Those who don't understand you shouldn't even matter. Usually I'm okay, but today is a very rare day where I feel like giving up. It does get me at times. The hate, the abuses, the trolls, the bullying, RAP threats, death threats, whatnot. Um, and it could be very, very... Okay, so I, I'm, I'm going to say something here. So an Indian tennis legend, Sanya Mirza, who happened to be a Muslim woman, she started playing tennis for 15 years ago, yeah. maybe 20, about somewhere 15, 10, 16 years ago. She's the biggest name of female tennis 
that has uh, come out of India. She might even be bigger than Leander Pace and Bhupati, Mahesh Bhupati. I think mm -hmm. so. I could be wrong. Uh, but regardless of the point. Yeah. But yeah. the problem is that Sanya Mirza was a Muslim. And in female tennis, you have to wear skirts. Now, those skirts were obviously not as revealing as these clothes. And obviously, times have changed. So I'm going to say there's a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. She was criticized a lot. But her parents stood by her. And she said, no, our daughter is going to be, a, she's going to play her tennis. And she played, she had a wonderful career. And uh, she ended up marrying Pakistani cricket player, Shreya Malik. And she, and she recently, a few months ago, she, a couple of months ago, she retired at the Australian Open. So that was then, 15 years ago. But she, she wrote it out. She battled those Muslim trolls back then. But then again, they're probably not even trolls. That's just Muslim mentality. That, hey, our girl, how can she wear these kind of clothes? And we've seen some comic outcomes of that when we see some sprinters, Muslim hijabi sprinters wearing full clothes and running, and they're just like three seconds late uh, from the finish line. Um, but now, Bollywood is a little bit different. So this lady, someone just said that she's from, uh, she's a Big Boss host or something, or Big Boss celebrity maybe. So Urfi Javed, daughter of a famous Indian ex-Muslim atheist, winner of Richard Dawkins Award. And she is wearing whatever she wants to wear. She lives in a free secular country called India, where other Indian Hindu Bollywood actresses, they can wear whatever they want. So why can't Urfi Javed wear whatever she wants? So I think she's making a statement. And I know being a young woman, it must have been very difficult for her. But what she's doing today just like what Sania Mirza did 15 years ago, that paved the way for Urfi Javed. And now what, what Urfi Javed is doing today, that is going to pave the way for Muslim girls who are going to be uh, coming into, uh, you know, in, into the workforce uh, in 20 years' time. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I don't know if you know much about it or you want to have something. No, I have no idea. This is completely outside of my field. Yeah, but we're, we're, and, okay, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay, Divya, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, no, uh, actually, my video is just stuck. Can you hear me clearly? Yeah, we can yeah, hear we you. Yeah, we can hear you. By it's the way, better without a camera. Someone just yeah. corrected. Someone said Urfi Javed is not Javed Akhtar's daughter. So I don't know why. Yeah, I, I said that. I read that somewhere. But then, yeah, okay. So cross that out. She's not Javed Akhtar's daughter, apparently. I don't know anything about it, but I've seen her. I was, I was distracted with her pictures while you were talking. I was just going through her. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, she's hot. <laughs> if, if that makes you a creep, consider me. I, I, I'm the mayor of Creep Town. If, if enjoying your beautiful woman's images yeah. makes me a creep, then yeah, creep. Yeah. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's very beautiful. She's very beautiful. <laughs> now people are gonna say we're objectifying her. We're not objectifying. We're just who is this guy? Mumbai man gives Urfi Javed death and RAP threats. Isn't that funny that we can say death but not RAP? <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's crazy. Um, okay. All right, all right. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? We can move on. Uh, yeah, I actually wanted to uh, talk about another case. Uh, do you know about Ajmer Darga case? What in happened? Tell me. Tell, tell me. Tell me more about it. Uh, it was in 1990s. Ajmer Darga uh, RAP case. And you can search it. What was the woman's name? Was that Bano? Actually, was that Bano? No, not that case. Uh, no, that is a different case totally. That is actually a very famous Dargah in Rajasthan, in Ajmer, Rajasthan. Uh, 
so the caretakers of darga uh, basically they are called muftis i think uh, in 90s it is uh, there was a huge sex scandal there uh, a lot of girls teenage girls who are oh, right. going yes. up stay there really there's a wikipedia article on that yeah someone someone briefly talked about it in one of my urdu shows yes so uh, the scandal yeah. involved young girls the news of the scandal broke after a local paper published some uh, n images and a story about school students being blackmailed by local gangs etc and i think that turned out to be some muslim people is that correct five accused were um they were all muslims uh, the five there were five convictions i think this, this is what you're talking about yeah Okay. Well, yeah. Right, right. Um what what about Shabano case? What do you what do you think about that? Shaban. Uh well, I don't think uh I think whatever whatever the there then is uh Guys, these are I don't know these are too specific. I don't know I love a lot of our audience will know what we're talking about. So I so. I think I think so I'll, I'll just wrap it up. So Divya basically was trying to highlight bad uh, muslims behaving badly so and obviously as we like to talk about it and we do talk about it and this is why I specifically ancient uh, asked um uh, what about shaban okay so shaban was an infamous case where a muslim woman was gang raped by a lot of uh, by by some hindu men um and then she was recently um those guys were recently acquitted and even some of the most hawkish radical right leaning right wing hindus said that what the hell is this this is not the india that we want uh, that we want that we want to create for our future generations such as um anab goswami uh, when the men who raped her when they were acquitted they some people garlanded them and they're like hey you know like you guys are a hero because you did that so that woman was just a muslim woman so a lot of muslims were angry and upset about it and i think you 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 have a right to be angry and upset about it that someone who rapes a muslim woman and uh, he and those guys are paraded as heroes i mean they got acquitted after a few years like i don't know maybe 10 years or something um but um but but that was heavily criticized as well so india is a melting pot of different ethnicities and there's a, it's a huge country and there are these problems so i th- i think divya what, what i'm guessing from you is that you're trying to highlight these problems that we do talk about all the time but i think it makes more sense that if we keep it balanced and we try to paint we try to show the whole picture so this is why i spoke about uh, shabano case have the last word so we need to move on we need to end the stream i'm going to die so yes <laughs> no uh, actually uh, the reason that why i highlighted that case because uh, it's not been still completely uh, the perpetrators have not been yet completely uh, punished and it's uh, they are still continuing in uh, that darga and that but there case. are five convictions though i'm i'm just looking at it so there are five convictions though i don't know if there's more on that so that that's again it's a law and order issue so they should be punished they should uh, be brought um, uh, you know uh, held accountable to their actions and they should be punished accordingly all right divya thank you very much for coming we need we need, we need to uh, and sorry by the way that there wasn't shabano i think it was bilkisbano something like that the name but i think people know which woman i'm talking about okay amin did you by the way try to find uh, jeffrey marshes um kids patreon cuz cuz i really want to talk about it 
I, I, I know you want to go, yep. but I, we, we can go five minutes. But but did you? Uh, I'm I'm trying to find his kids Patreon so we can look into it. That what kind of videos are in there? But the bigger point that I wanted to make. Did okay, you have to pay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to pay. There's a paywall. Yeah. Um, so, um, but another point I want to talk about because since we can't agree on that yet, because you, you're you're saying that, and I'm I'm going. Send me the link to the WhatsApp. Send me the link to that um, video. You, uh, that's just a video. The video. Yeah, that, that's just, just one video. So, but anyway, so this is what happened to her afterwards. What I wanted to what I, what I what I wanted to tell you more importantly afterwards. To me, going by what she's shown and what she's saying that okay, he's uh, they are encouraging kids to talk to them behind a paywall i think that's creepy that's my opinion okay unless obviously she's misrepresented their views then obviously that's something wrong but i've looked into it okay. as much as i could um, i could see they she hasn't misrepresented their their views okay but based, what on, what I've seen, based on what i've seen they haven't said that um to kids at all that i want to talk to you behind the paywall okay all right um well i've looked at it and it's the other way around okay so the um but this is what happened in the wake of that video she had to go in into hiding some and a lot of right-wing christians conservative christians muslims they're all rallying behind a muslim woman this is this is why i wanted to talk about this is so unprecedented uh, unprecedented that she had to apologize she didn't apologize to Jeffrey Marsh, but she said that I, I I'm going to take a break from TikTok. I I, I haven't had, you know like I've received death threats. Let's have a listen to this. So I just got an email saying um, pretty much a threat, saying I know they know where I live, and what scares me the most is um, they have got my daughter's details on the email, like what time I leave to drop them to school, pick them up. And it's not a coincidence because both of my daughters, they go to two different schools. So they know mm. they've given the school details and everything. So, um, yeah, my, my daughters are involved now in this. Uh, some of you might know that my car was damaged in this whole thing. <sighs> um, I was getting not very nice videos and now emails with a lot of details on that email. So I don't, I'm done. I don't, I don't want to do anything. I'm not going to talk about Jeffrey Marsh. I've deleted everything, removed it. If you guys want to go ahead, go ahead. But please don't do, don't don't come to my house. Do You just get on with your life. I'll get on with mine. <laughs> you guys want me to say I'm sorry? Fine, I'm sorry. Oh, she is. That's right. Please don't come at me. Don't come to my house. Don't, don't do anything with me. Because I'm just one person. One person. And specifically four or five of you have uh, four or five of you have kind of done stuff like some of you have found old pictures of me <laughs> and uploaded it on tiktok without my hijab so you guys have done that i know you guys are gonna you guys are gonna take the mickey out of this video so but my main thing is, please don't, don't continue this. I'm sorry. Please don't come for my kids. So, so she's been receiving a lot of death threats, and obviously she's very distressed. And um, that's unfortunately the state of social media 
that's the world we've created. That's the world we live in. We are no longer the only people who receive death threats. And this is what I'm saying. Anyone who says anything against anyone's idea, it's very easy to become a keyboard warrior. But in her case, it's a little bit why it was a bit surprising to me. That they actually did stalk her. She's saying that, she, that her daughters go to, to different schools and they found out the details, found out her old photos. When you put her name in Google, the first suggest, suggested search result comes up, Armin, is without hijab. I'm like, the people interested in seeing her without hijab as well. Like, I mean, who knows how the world works? But this is obviously wrong, threatening her. And uh, as Armin, uh, being as charitable as he is, there was nothing transphobic said in that. Let's just go by Armin's view that he hasn't found evidence convincing enough uh, for the charges or accusations that, um, sorry, what's the lady's name? Sh uh, Shumirun is uh, laying it on. It doesn't the matter if she was transphobic or not. Death threats and threats are wrong, whether she was, I mean, even, she was, I didn't, even if she was being transphobic. Uh, no, but I mean, the point is, yeah, you, you're, you're right. But the point is that how much of snowflakes these people are that even if she's not being transphobic you're still doing it yeah still wouldn't make it right but like even if she said that hey so the other side's response has been so what we've asked kids to talk to us behind paywall are you insinuating that trans people are you know uh p words pdf files is that what you're insinuating blah blah, blah. they took it that way i mean that was their response they were not saying that we did not say that, okay, kids, you you don't, we never said that kids don't talk to us behind a paywall. That's not what they said. They said, no, there's nothing wrong with that. We're, we're asking kids. That's okay. So I don't care about what they're saying. I care about okay. what happened. Okay. Well, that's what happened. So there's a, okay. But for them to do that, but there's another twist to it and I'll wrap it up that. But look at these Muslims, right? I'm seeing, I'm not all. Oh yeah. Not, not all, obviously. But these kind of Muslims, they're all standing behind uh, by their Muslim sister. And so am I. Obviously, both of us, our initial reaction is this is horrible. This should not happen to anyone. So look at this. Female Muslim TikToker Shamura Nisa says she and her ch children have received death threats after she recently exposed a prominent trans activist to Jeffrey Marsh for allegedly engaging with children without their parents' consent and knowledge. Shamura also claims that her car has been vandalized and all photos of her without hijab have been shared online since posting the now-deleted viral video. This is the viral video that we played and a lot of Muslims have actually said that, uh, you know, this is wrong and, and, and a lot of conservative, white conservatives have actually rallied behind Shamirun as well. They're saying, yeah, see, because obviously they share something. And again, this is not, a, I'm not saying that Shamirun shares this, but she was actually so respectful. She even used the correct pronoun. She used they, you notice that, Amin? Yeah, that, uses, exactly. Yeah, That's why I don't yeah. think she's being transphobic. She just found yeah. something. I yeah. mean, she was wrong in my opinion, but she wasn't transphobic. Yeah. She wasn't. She wasn't transphobic. So she was being so respectful, but she raised a point. Then I think, regardless of that, was a trans activist. If it was a, if I, if I was asking kids, if I was making videos, hey, talk, hey, kids, you can talk to me. Then, then you know that should raise your eyebrows. So anyway, so. This is just an interesting twist to it, but the woke mob has been going after her and Christian conservatives, right-leaning conservatives, they're all rallying behind Shamirun. Mm -hmm. How do you see that part? Just quickly wrap it up and then we can go. I just want to quickly say that, you know, as ex-Muslims who are anti-Islam, um, I just want to mention that we don't make this tribal, okay? When you go after people with death threats, 
and if you go after people's children, um, it's obvious. I, I, I don't mean, I don't want to. Um, it's obvious that we have to be on the side of condemning it. Okay, um, and I do want to encourage. And I, there are a lot of Muslims on the other side who do the same thing. So when ex-Muslims are attacked and threatened, um, some there are some Muslims who come and in support of ex-Muslims and call it out. Okay, and I just want to say that. I want to encourage more Muslims to think like that. Like, we're, for us, for, at least for me and Harris, this is not a tribal thing. Muslims being attacked like this and threatened like this, we will rally behind you and support you. And I just hope to see more of a similar attitudes from whatever disagreements we have about Islam. When it comes to behavior like this, all of that becomes secondary. We have to be against violence. We have to be against threats, no matter what side of this ideological uh, line we are right so muslims who come out and call out any threats against ex-muslims or liberals um, or whatever i um, we see you we thank you and i hope more muslims uh, have end up having that attitude as well good joanna responded to that tweet as well so this, I, I say i don't believe shimiran said anything hateful but so joanna said 100 percent agree also, I don't see the Jeffrey Marsh as a trans woman, rather a gay, effeminate male. I, again, this is her opinion. I don't know anything about it. and I'm not going to comment on that. But I'm just saying, taking advantage of trans identity as a hot button topic to further his social notoriety, whether it, it, it be positive or negative attention here, along with cross-dresses are hurting the trans rights movement. It doesn't matter if she, if they are trans or not, really. It doesn't. Their identity is completely Yeah, it's irrelevant. No, no, but... I mean, but this is in response to the attack that they made launched on her. They said they've simply said hey, you're transphobic. You're accusing trans I, people. That's that, that's why. Me, yeah, you don't have to be trans for somebody to attack you for tra transphobia. Okay, even if that person is not trans, you could be seen as trans, and your attack on them could be transphobic. So again, that person being trans or not is irrelevant. No, but I'm saying so, that the, that's the part. That's the part that I'm not criticizing Joanna. you. I'm criticizing. I'm, I'm talking Joanna? again with Joanna. Yeah, Joanna. Well, I'm saying even Joanna. She's actually responding to that part as well because everyone's focused on the accusation of transphobia that's been leveled against uh, Shimunan. But anyway, so, I know, so but I'm just saying, I'm just noting that you could still be transphobic even if your target is not trans as trans of course, because you just see them as trans. Yeah, yeah. of course, of course. Okay, well, um, that's it for today, guys. I mean. Share your thoughts, comments below. Become Amin Nawabi, sorry, Atheist Republic, or Secular Jihadist patron or member. So you can join uh, the show and be a part of the show and ask us questions. Or you can also send us super chats. Uh, you can be my member. You can be my patron. And you can take advantage of all the wonderful, amazing benefits that <laughs> our channels have to offer. But, yeah. Or just like the video. Or like the video. Just yes, it. like the video, guys. What's, why is such a conducive liking i don't know conducive means uh, yeah. misery misery no stinginess yeah anyway yes, all right yes, yes. so hard reminding everybody to like and subscribe thank you so thank you so yes. oh, oh sorry sometimes we sometimes we both play with the same thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a sign right also uh, tino also is very good <laughs> don't forget to leave feedback for us in the comment box after the end of the stream yeah thank you so much how was the stream today oh tino is so great i like tino, tino. all right guys See you guys next week. Um, same time. Maybe it's not the same time as before. Yeah, I think next week, same time. 
But the week after, we might go back to our normal routine, which is my Sundays and your Sunday mornings. Well, listen, guys, leave, let us know in the comment if you prefer oh, yes. this time or we, or the weekend. Yeah, thank you. Right. All right, guys. See you. Bye. Okay, you press the button. I will. I will.